The views, comments, and opinions of the following program do not necessarily reflect those of Morris Media Studios, MorrisMediaLive.com, or its affiliates. Listener discretion is advised. Just grape juice, your good, good love. I can't believe y'all made the playoffs. Why you can't believe it? I just told him the same thing. Oh, we on? Oh, we on? All right. One, two, three, we're on. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? We're back. Unfortunately, we're back. Oh, it's a buzzkill. Don't he? You can smoke a joint, be good, hit him loose. Like you've been drinking coffee. TDP. Danny Green. And we are back. Jeff Arnold is uh, on assignment. He's working. He's Sometimes when I say what he's doing, he doesn't want to say. He's telling people what I'm right, doing. Right, right, right. So he's he's working. He's doing something big, I guess. He's, he's working one. again? Well, he's doing something. that He's the big D. Mm. Usually he's a stage manager, but now he's... Bumping. Director? Okay. I don't, know, I don't know if that's... Okay. I'm sure somebody... Sure he's going to make her sure talk. Sure pissing off right. somebody right now. Right. Yeah. Directing uh, a... <laughs> Uh, Jason Whitlock. Oh, we got we got so much to no, talk about today. I mean, this is just crazy. Oh, just, cheers, gentlemen. I mean, cheers. Good to see y'all. Happy New Year. Mm-hmm. We did that already. Oh, do we? Do we see each other before the New yes. Year? Yes. Oh, how about? But you know, black people wish each other Happy New Year till right. about March. Just yeah. make sure we make it. Well, you gotta know when you're gonna say it. <laughs> you pause. So right. People get tired of it. Damn. Especially if they're not having a good one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I can't. Well, I feel check. as long as you're alive. Check, check, that check. part. Um. What? Teeter said it was Jeff at the gate. So I was like, damn, did they fire him? Yeah, so when we saw you come in, we was like, damn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we thought it was Jeff. And I was like, dang, he's here already. Yeah. Like, he lost no, the he told you, He told you he was doing something, right? Yeah, he's, he's so excited, too. Is it, is he it? is so excited. Good for him. Is something fell out? I mean, he, he's actually working with one of my favorite artists, but I won't say the name because okay. he told me not to say who it was. Wow. But how did. But somebody big. And he's and he's okay. he said he said he's directing it, Jeff. I, hey, I believe him. He's in the director's guild. Right yeah, he is in the director's guild. For the devil, maybe he has a new attitude. Yeah, like, that's, you know. that's what Potus is trying to say. I was going to send you something, and I'm gonna be bold and send it to you because I want you to put it up. It's a dick pic. No, <laughs> it's a little dick pic. No, my boy sent me a picture of us when we were like, when we were like twelve, I think. Who? Who's my boy, we? My boy, my boy John Jones. We oh, together. oh, when you two were twelve. Yeah, and it's the funniest picture. I told, I sent it to my kids. I'm saying, good thing y'all well, got y'all mama's Yeah, yeah. dig it. I mean, yeah, because uh, everybody was supposed to send a picture of themselves. I was, but then you told me not to. No, I didn't, never told you. You always and you think if somebody told you not to. I'm sorry. I don't I just, know what kind. Of, oh, I, I gotta blame you. I gotta I blame you. What kind of upbringing? <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> Damn, that's fucked up. So, <laughs> I understand why you said. <laughs> Thanks, Foster Claus. Oh, um, so I'm Lil Sticks. We did that already. Yeah, we did again. Oh, Dan okay, and Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it is. Uh, what? It's 
the eleventh day of the year, bro. <clears throat> my dad's birthday is tomorrow. Oh, happy oh, birthday, pops! So, uh, my only fan. Mr. Dick yeah, Senior. He, you know it's funny. He says he likes you on radio, but when he calls me, he says, "Danny gets on my nerves." Damn, oh, pa- wow. damn, Luke. No, I'm just kidding. You okay. just had to share that. Huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Throw your dad under the bus, like all the other comedians. Oops, um, sorry about that. Didn't mean to say everybody's that. Everybody's talking about. It. It's <laughs> just, out of, but you know what's funny is because I talked to some people that had never even heard it. Yeah. Like, they, and I, what are you talking about? Like you ain't heard it. You you are one of forty eight million no, that I did mean, not it's, hear. It's, there, how many people are in the world? Two eight oh, billion. Eight billion. Okay. So 48 million is not a lot compared to the world. Because we think everybody in the world is Twitter. Right. We think it. But there's a lot of people who don't have social media. Don't, they're not on But it. it's a lot when you go into one spot. That's what makes it a lot. I know. I, I, I agree with you saying. I think everybody just wants to be, everybody in this world, I feel, wants to be noticed. And, and whatever reason, I mean, we chose it as our profession because I guess whatever we were going through, we decided that we needed that. It was the foster issue. But now everybody <laughs> wants to be you know, people who are lawyers and doctors are now going into entertainment. Yeah. yeah. You know, where before they were just happy to be in their profession. Now everybody wants that, as they say, 15 minutes of fame. Well, everybody, that, that's, that's you know, how many times have you heard someone say, I'm an engineer, but I really wanted to be a writer. I'm a, I'm this. Someone's always said something different. But now you can do that. Now yeah. if you're really good at your profession, you can translate it into something that you can show on TV or something. Right. You know, right. it's it's a, my, my friend said that, I, this was years ago, 20-something years ago, he was like, he was saying that it was going to get to the point where people were going to just have not anything anything left to do but be naked on TV, and here we are. Well, that's, yeah. that's coming. Yeah, that's on. Like yeah. Naked in the parade, stuff oh. like that. People just don't have enough. You so you have you have that little bit of talent that you say I'm just going. But you know what's funny? That's why this Cat Williams uh, interview with Shannon Sharp is so intriguing. Well, because no, just hear me out though, okay. bro. This is for you, for you know, let's get up in the air because of what you're saying. It seems like now. It's becoming a tiresome of that in the in the world. I think the pendulum is 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 changing. The who? The pendulum. Oh, that one. And <laughs> you know what? Damn it! I'm gonna start. Uh, the words okay, I can't say change, right. It's changing to what way? What do you? Well, I think people want to see more truth, and they don't want that kind of stuff that you're seeing. I don't think people want. People are getting tired of seeing. How many times can I see the same woman or different women show their ass on the internet? But, but so you use the word truth. Because how long your phone stay charged? <laughs> and, and, and I know a poetess had mentioned something about. She said online about you know everyone believes it's the truth. No, but let's put it this way. I'm not going to say what he's saying is all truthful, but he's not lying on a lot of the stuff. Well, like my my friend said, there's there's two sides to every story. And we heard one side, which is cause, which is why we are hearing his side. His side if you really is, want to be honest, right? Negative. I mean, because my whole thing was, I... I say, no, say that, you just said his side is negative. Well, it, it, it's, an, it's negative towards the people he's talking about. Well, I don't agree with some because they were very good friends of mine. Quake, especially Quake and said. But the thing I'm saying is, like he said, I didn't say nothing for a long time. Shannon, you had these people come on your platform, and he's got four or five people saying... No, no Kat has said a lot of things. You, you, look, what did I just say? Look, come on, look. I just said he said, right. if you watched it, I haven't said anything <clears throat> publicly for a long time. He said, these guys came on your platform and brought me into it. He said, now, I'm not, I cannot let what is truthful, you know, like you said, well, I can't let, you know, people that are winners let losers come up there and rewrite history. So I'm not agreeing with you, but you can't say that he's wrong, or or it's I didn't not. Say he was wrong. No, I said but it's you negative. But, but you but but you try to. You, I no, said I'm sorry. it's negative. Yes, but it's not negative if it's his truth. 
it's even if it's true, it's negative. No, his truth. I'm not saying it is. It's 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 negative. Is it negative because Lou? And I'm asking you this question: Is it negative because you th- is he being negative or just coming out being flat out like hating, or is it negative because you feel like that was something I'm that didn't need to be word, said? I'm just using the word negative. But you have there's to say a, why no, you there's, using no, it. No, there's a positive and there's negative. Okay, what he's saying is this person did this in a negative way. It's negative. So what I'm saying, you could say. Uh, this person did this and it was really nice, or this person did this and it was really bad. So it's negative. But or every positive. action causes a reaction. I didn't say. I no, no, no. I, I don't. Yeah. I, I, I'm not even. I don't even care about it. No, but you said. But you just said. You just I said. I just said. I. It's. He's say, just like I say. Dannon is an alcoholic. Okay. So that's and I negative. Am, but if it's the truth, then I, I, I can't say it's negative. Well, the point is, it's really if you are an alcoholic, who is Lewis to to get on social media and tell everybody? Exactly. But it doesn't mean it's a negative because if it's... It is if you're it an is, alcoholic. Well, I'm not being an alcoholic. How I negative. respond. See, don't hit me out. You're okay, but right. how do people look at alcoholics, though? Do they, That's a negative do they, thing. Okay. But... Uh, how, no, not the man selling it at the liquor store, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. And he goes, my it friend. would be from what perspective. Yeah, but, but, but Potus and Lewis, I agree with you. But what I'm saying is, you said it first. If you said it first, right, and it's true, now no matter how it is... I have one or two things, ways of looking at it. I can respond and not say anything, or I can respond and feel like I'm defending myself. And I just believe that's all Cat is doing. I'm again, I'm not agreeing. Right. And when it comes to said and and Quake, you know, those are my guys. So you know, I'm not. I don't have any opinion on it. But there are some things, and I know there's one thing and a few things that he said that was absolutely true. Don't you have a segment? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. but it's not going to be. I'm sorry. Yeah, it'll be negative. Um. <laughs> But to the point of ahead, when, when the blowback came, did they address what he said or did they just talk around it? What I'll let that? y'all answer that. I don't want to. I don't know. I, I, don't I know what he did. I, but. Out of all the things to talk about in the world, I, I just there's so much going on. And and but know. Lou, but this is. I mean, I don't understand why that bothers you. I always wondered that. Why does that bother you? Well, on a brighter but, note, we have Lewis's childhood picture. No, don't you put that up yet. <laughs> Don't put that up. Is that a brighter oh, note? Okay. <laughs> no, that's not can a we laugh? Yeah. Yeah. Can we have later, some joy? Later, no, later. can we? No, I'm going to laugh that now. That's my segment. Oh, I apologize. Let that be my segment. I apologize. Um, so how was your week? I'm alive. Cool. How was your week? I had a great week. Um, we are, uh, I've signed the uh, little deal for my comedy show, February the 10th. So if you live in Los Angeles, Pasadena or, it's, or the, the uh, Sherman uh, Valley. Surrounding Sherman, Los uh, Angeles area. Yeah, thank you, TDP. Uh, we have the comedy show. Uh, Ladies Ladies Night. It's at the Ice House. Cool. It's called Ladies Night. Five comedians, all women, and myself. So you say you signed a deal, so you have to... I signed the contract with So a contract, Ice House, you have to bring in so many people? I don't have to do anything. Actually, they've they've really got it nice where you just... They give you a percentage of the door. So whatever you sell, that's the percentage you get and Mm -hmm. vice versa. you Wait, know, so you get the uh, they they get the drinks and they get the drinks and I get the percentage of the door. So all you do is get percentage of the door. Yeah. So if I sell out, I do well. Even if I don't, I did well last time. But this one, yeah. so you ticket prices even a little up. higher. Don't have to put anything up. Okay. So I made the flyer. Um, I think I gave Paul this a, a copy of. I don't know if she put up, but I gave her a flyer. Well, I'm, like, a lot of good stuff is, is going on. Congratulations. Jeff, to direct it. Thank you. Huh? <laughs> can I get Jeff to direct it? Yeah, I would have. Hey, can I say something on that real quick? There were some people that were upset with Jeff. About what? Well, because they felt like Jeff was in his feelings last week. They agreed with you when he didn't take the call. Now, who are these people? They call you up? Yes. There's people that watch the show, believe it or not. Hmm. So, oh, you mean in the chat room? You, you talk to them? No, there's people that I know that watch the show. 
Okay. Specifically, those people were upset, or was it? Well, they weren't upset, but they agreed with well, you. We got what? How many? Seventeen, eighteen? Now we've moved up like twenty-one people, right? Well, eighteen of them called me, and they were upset. No, they wasn't upset. They agreed with you. I, I don't care. Okay. I gotta start. I'm never, I, I gotta you know start what, ladies and gentlemen, that is to be the last yeah. time I, I kind of give there. Lewis Dix props anything. I'm just going to go ahead and be an asshole. I, no, I. TDP. And that's the thing. I, I, I'm with you. Thank you. Because you know what I was trying to do here, right? Yeah. Thank you, TDP. Everyone loves to get props on that, but that's not what. I, I, I know. I know you don't live props. for that. Okay, keep going. No, I mean, it's, no, it's I'm, once I'm you, no more. Okay, you got me. Once you have children, you got me. No excuses needed. You got me. I play with. Makes me look bad. It makes me look bad, ladies and gentlemen. Today had to give this dude props. Girl, there. I got today at practice. She's like three. Yeah, and she's a really fun little girl, cute. Mm-hmm. The mama's just not good, you know. And, uh, fragile. So he's he's a primary care. So he mm-hmm. brings her to practice, and because he's one of the better coaches of varsity, mm-hmm. so if I'm there, I, normally it's, we have a manager, girl manager. She watches it, but yeah. she wasn't there, so mm-hmm. I had to play with her. Okay. So he could jump in some of the drills. That was awkward. Yeah, because but the thing with a little kid, three, you just got to make noise because we were playing jump rope, and you got to make noise. Noise motion. Yeah, you got to be yeah. emotional. You got yeah, you got to have motion. You got to be loud. You got to do mm-hmm. silly stuff. And I realized, shout out to the people who have kids over fifty because mm-hmm. that stuff wore me out. Yeah, yeah. I, you got to be a young parent to play. Now you got nieces and nephews, but they're how, how old are they? Oh, they're all grown. They're grown. Okay, yeah. So you got to be because right, yeah. you know because the main thing is not to have the kid fall. Yeah. Because then you got to return them back with a knife. Did you let her hunk your nose? Oh, She's she's an athlete. She was climbing. She was jumping. We put the pad out there. She was fun. And then he was like, and then then he got so comfortable. He's like, go over there with Uncle Luke. I was like, hold up, man, hold up, hold up. I'm not going this for real. (laughs) Yeah. So then I told the head coach, I was like, you know, he need to get back with his girlfriend because I ain't gonna do this no more. (laughs) But she was a cute little girl, Kai. Guy's cute. I had fun. Yeah. It's fun playing with They're so honest and innocent. Thanks for that useless story. Thank you. I mean, just to get off the story I was talking about, but it's well, cool. Well, it, it was useful to me. I mean, people have kids, so, you know. Um, You're a family man, though. You love yeah, family. Um, God bless the child. So, uh. It's got his own. It's got his own. You didn't sing that in your house, but. I didn't have oh, to. Oh, come on. <laughs> Is that wrong? That's all right. But uh, what a great week. Everybody seems. You think? Because normally after New Year's, people feel good. Their New Year's resolution, they're in it. They're speaking, saying, "I don't see it." Yeah, yeah. Kind of like people just went through New Year's Eve. Yeah, went through it. None mm-hmm. of them New Year's resolutions. None. People just the same energy that came in from last year seemed like it came in. Yeah, this it didn't year. seem like it was anything for bad. some people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, with you, your stuff is working. You know. But and, do you think intentions are New Year's resolutions puts pressure on you? Or I think it's put more pressure on women. I think women are the whole soul of pressure, and because when you look at everything mm. about being better and fixing themselves and and uh, makeup and this and that, new year, and, new me. Yeah, uh-huh. and, 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 I'm gonna join the I mean, gym. Jeff, Jeff did send a really nice, um, a really nice, um, a really a really nice thing, a topic. I apologize by people. What, what's wrong? I belched and I was. Trying to let it go by, but Mrs. Producer Ears heard it. Oh my God! Well, she's in the music. She'd hear that. Uh, yeah. That's a beat. It was on the one and two. I was told <laughs> I was at the show, and the singer, um, his name is Lusk. Last name is Lusk. Um, black man. I forgot his name. First name, but your story. He sang, yeah. and I was clapping. He said, "You're clapping on the two and the four. He's supposed to not clap on the two and the four. I did, I knew I didn't have any rhythm, but I didn't know what that was. <laughs> so. Something forgot his name, but he was a good singer. You were saying that Jeff sent you something. A topic which I'm really interested in doing because it was about uh, uh, people needing to find love. 
and it was about mm -hmm. women, and this woman was on, we're gonna show that video, mm -hmm. right? And this woman, how she was crying, and she just wants to find somebody to love. And, and, mm -hmm. and, was it the white girl? Yeah, I guess it was. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. I figured she could have been light-skinned. Yeah, but, but it With was, the long black hair? I, no, no, no but I felt, oh, I felt for her. And there's a lot of people who don't want to live alone and die alone. We're going to get into that, but mm -hmm. it's just, and that's what I think before used to be the whole thing about about New yeah, Year's I resolution. I want to talk about that too cuz I'm in my 50s and I'm single but I'm so cool with it. Yeah, I'm, the, I'm the opposite of old girl. I yeah, because you and your cat sit up and watch TV. You smoke weed all day. You don't even know you're lonely. <laughs> I just got good friends and I got a good life. That's I think the bottom line. I It's funny that you would say that and I commend you because a lot of women when they see I a don't. a lot of women when they see a single man and they single, or if they like them, or they think they might, whatever, they go, oh, you know, what you want to, you want to die alone? Like, no, nah, I'm good it's just right too now. Much. It's just women, I feel for women, because it's just, and I think a lot of this is, is self. Inflicted. Yes, because you, you just, a lot of you he walk right past a good it. man, but we, we're, we're going to talk about he that. He didn't want to say it, but um, I did. Okay, the whole thing, let's start off with this, everybody's on this thing, and we're going to go ahead and let, uh, off the heels of the Cat Williams interview on Club Shay. Uh, Shay, which received over 44 million views, is Stephen A. Smith going in on Jason Whitlock oh. and Mark Curry versus Steve Harvey. That's an old thing, but Mark Curry. But that's old Steve. too. But them. they brought it up. Yeah, they again. brought it up, and, yeah. and and now Cat is has a show where his tickets are six hundred dollars. Oh, he's gonna sell out. So they say the whole thing was the whole thing was marketing. I, you know, I don't, I, I don't believe. That. I don't thank you. I, I, I do not believe. believe it. I don't believe that was intentional. No. Who could have predicted that that video yeah. would have went forty four or viral? You just actually never is that know. forty over forty five now. Well, for someone that read as many books as he has, I'm sure <laughs> he could I, I I don't I agree with you, Potus, and I also look at. Um, well, go ahead. You you introduce. Well, it. no, that's why I think a lot of people are, do certain things now to, to hopefully get forty four minutes. But we can't. Everything. See, that's the point I'm saying. What I said earlier, which you kind of kind of disputed. People are tired of being forced to believe something they know is not true. I don't think so. I can. I think it's getting worse. Believe. I think it's getting worse. Well, it's getting worse, but I think you're getting people. It's amazing that you could just put anything on the internet and people run with it. It's that's what, that's the point I'm trying to make, though, because I think with Cat's video, he is saying, "Look, God's people are going to start shining." I dispute and, your claim only okay. because that video went 44 million views. So what but do that, you mean people are tired of that kind of stuff? I just. No, no, I, I think ain't talking. No. You're saying people are tired of the other side. The of other it. side of that. that. This is what. That's they why want. they're looking at it. No, I didn't say the title of the oh, video. I yes. My bad. No, no problem. She I'm saying. Like yeah, I know. You, you know, she had to go and get me. No, I think that people looked at that video, and especially a lot of people that I've spoken to, and they're like, "Look, like I said before, whether you believe him or not." He is making a point of saying, look, we I'm not going to keep being the guy beat down. I keep telling people, like you've said four times, like I keep telling people. The worst person in the world is a suicide bomber and a kamikaze pilot. Those are the worst people ever created. Why? Because they're not scared to die. They're not. You can't do anything to stop them. So what is happening now is you get people like Cat and you get these other people that get in these podcasts and they're saying things that what people would say we, we get them canceled or anything else. They don't care anymore. And in Cat's situation, again, that I believe is his truth. And people, that's why he got so many people agreeing with him. That's why it shows us. People not agreeing with him for no reason. I looked at that. I don't know if you looked at some of the chats or the comments, and people are agreeing with him. 
Yeah, they agree, and they're running with everything he said is truth on that podcast. And they but don't know. They weren't it's, there. It's not, but uh, again, the, a lot of stuff that they're running with is off of the interviews that were already done. That's the point I'm making. He's not just snatching stuff out the air. He said it on air. I didn't say nothing for years, and then you got guys okay. that are coming over here, and they're saying that's not, eight times. I watched it twice. Okay, so the question is, Lou, on the time thing. The question is why are people watching it twice, three times. Um it's, it's unbelievable. It's, I don't know why we have a show. This was your question, Lewis. Hmm? Why do people prefer yeah, negativity? It, yeah, I mean, I, I just don't, and and you know, it it just seems to me that people just prefer negative stuff as over positive. I mean, I mean, why do these stories get so many views? I mean, you there's because people didn't hear them. People weren't there. We know it. Was, we lived it. I was stop, there. Stop I was that. there. I was there when it, when okay. that said and Steve went down. I was there. Mm-hmm. When Curry and Steve Harvey went down, I was there. So I didn't see all these other people around when it was going down, but people want to hear these things that happen because it's in the business of entertainment. People want to be entertained, whether it's negative or not. Right. The so negative now, prevails. Okay, but you have been around a lot of positive things. Absolutely. So if Cat had went on and talked about all the positive things that had happened, do you think it would have got as many views? If he had talked about how a great time he had uh, with with Red Grant helping him get his campaign, his political campaign together, and how he met such and such, and he met uh, Kamala Harris, or he met um, the guy that's good trouble. If he talked about those different things, or when he met Barack Obama and sat down with Michelle Obama and what he learned, or he went to Africa. Chris Spencer just came back from Africa, and he was talking about how beautiful that was, mm-hmm. and he was showing highlights of it, and in, in his little African outfit. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many, I'm sure that didn't get me close to the views. It was an Under Armour African outfit. Okay. <laughs> Can I say something? Go ahead. You're saying this stuff, and we're saying this stuff about Cat. He was responding to questions. talking about Cat. Just See, put it in another lane. That's what I'm saying. You what are you talk- saying, Lou? You, listen to what I'm saying. Listen, what I'm no, saying you is just that- said, why did they talk negative? Yeah, you just said negative. And that I'm piano saying, player. You keep saying, cat, use something else. Don't say his name. Just say uh, something else. That's what I'm well, saying. Well, who am I supposed to say? Something negative or something positive. I'm not saying cat okay, is not the only saying, one that said something negative. You're not even listening to me. I am listening. The I'm point I'm saying is this. No, times. this is the point I'm saying. We're talking about him, but he was responding to a question that came from Shannon Sharp. So you got you 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 guys are acting like, and I'm not agreeing with. It, but I'm saying we can't act like he wasn't responding to questions and what was said about him by other people. So so you're saying he's negative, he's negative. But if someone asked you the question and you, you responded to it, that's what it was. Not not all of it was, but the bulk of it were questions from Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp said to him, "What about Steve? What about the movie when you did Friday? I watched. Okay, but now this so why you so why no, we riding this dude? What about Steve? What about did, okay? The answer didn't have to be negative. Well, Steve didn't also didn't have to answer it. What Steve Steve uh, Steve Harvey didn't have to have to answer the question from Shannon Sharp. Did he respond? What what, what did you mean, Steve you mean say? when Shannon initial, Sharp asked him a question about his beef asked, with, was his beef with Cat Williams? <clears throat> I mean, I'm just, you know, if, if you watch, if you know what's going on, he responded off of what was asked to Steve Harvey. So why are we, why are we riding this dude? I'm not riding this dude. No, See, but you, you don't want to talk. No, you are riding because you said it's negative, positive. <laughs> you don't want me to even say his name. No, I'm I don't saying understand. you said it 10 times. What? That's what everybody, that's what 48 million people are saying. And so why, why can't we talk about it? That's what we're times, supposed to do. I'm saying there's so much other things to talk about. Like what? Here's the thing, David. Go ahead. So, if, you, if you're talking about the guy who was interviewed, 
and the people that he talked about. What's your relationship being entertainment, the guy who was interviewed, and the guys that he talked about? What what that correlates with you? Mm-hmm. That's what people want to hear from you, not mm-hmm. what they talked about right. outside of the issue. What do you fit into these situation with these people he's talking about? Right. You, you mean say, me? Yeah, you saying yeah. I know I like uh, you like. Oh, uh, I could. Talk, I mean, I could. I could. But one thing I'm not going to talk about. Some of the situation. I'll say this. I know about the, and we all were here on that one. I know about the Fat Tuesday part. I know about that part. Yeah, but that's so, what people want so, to know. So, so it was said there because Guy Tory went on and showed video on I his Instagram of said being at Fat Tuesday. I don't remember. Yeah, but well, I think said might have been there. But I know Guy there were Tory other people. Guy Tory showed a video. I, okay, well I didn't see so, all of that. So I don't know. Yeah, but I'm saying on the interview that we've had here <clears throat> with Guy. You know, we know that some, it was situations where, and he said it too, there were people that didn't do Fat Tuesday. That was never there. They were in it. But did he say Cedric? I don't know. Okay. I, I I won't even comment on it. I don't want to comment on it. All right. But I'm just saying, I, I, matter of fact, no, I don't even want to talk about Cat because we don't want to say his name. But that's what everybody's talking about. And they want to hear our views on it. But no. they want to hear your relationship not to not the story. Not, I'm cool. Okay, well, if we want to hear my relationship said. with Cat. Okay, that's what I'll say. My relationship with Cat is that he's always been cool. I'll tell you two situations. One, I saw him do that joke at Fat Tuesday. I was there when he did that joke. Now, I don't know who did it first, but every one of us on this panel knows there used to be a thing back in the day. The first person that got it to TV, that's who it belonged to. Now, I know we all heard that one. I that was don't know. the unwritten rule. That, yes. Exactly. That was the unwritten rule. And the other thing I would say about Cat in terms of relationship to me, he called me up one day. And he asked, he, we, he had a meeting with me because he was considering me to write for him, to write with him or write for him. And I had a meeting with him up in Calabasas. So I have to say, in terms of him, he was cool with me. He was respectful to me. He reached out to me through Michael Collier's ex-wife. So that's all I'm going to say. So what I'm saying, I'm not defending him, but I'm saying I know some of my experience with him was different than what okay. people are saying. Well, most people that I know that are close with Kat, mm-hmm. and I've seen situations uh, myself He's helped a lot of people. I mean, he's put on a lot of people. 47. He, uh, I think last year, I think it was last year, he was on tour, and he just bought on people on tour, just putting them on. Like, people that may, like some of his opening acts were performers, like Monifa and uh, Lady of Rage. So, and Lunell speaks highly of him in that way, that he's always um, looked out. So I, I hear um, a lot of positive things about Cat helping people. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, he ain't all That's, bad, well, I guess. I didn't say he was bad or good. I'm just saying it's so, so much positive stuff that could be spoken about. And I say right. people and pay attention more to the negative but, because that's what yeah. they feel comfortable with. They want to hear negative stuff. Yeah. It, yeah. it fuels them. It's an addiction. Yeah. It's like a, what is that, that endorphin yeah. hit? Endorphin means. Yeah, it makes, you know, makes you say, hey, I want to I hate too. That's why a lot of people say. Yeah, because I noticed say, how after the cat thing, how everybody's just hating on Sad now. Like, he's like one of the most yeah. lovable comedians ever. And now everybody is talking because big mess about him. they now have been given privilege that they can hate. As opposed to saying, that's what I'm saying. Whenever, when I tell a young comic, instead of using the word hate, use the word confused. <laughs> because the bottom line is when you say I hate something, other people can jump right on board. Oh, I hate it too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. or I don't hate it. or Because the thing is, I hate it or I don't hate it. And I'm saying if you say you're confused, then they got to make a choice of does it confuse me in what way? And it's interesting because this whole thing 
is like the music business. You hear all the so-called negative rap, but no one's, they say the no one's interested in, oh, where's all the positive rap? It's buried I, away. I heard this thing about Kobe saying that when he, someone asked him the question, what, how did you score 61 points in your last game? Mm -hmm. And he said, that whole year, I worked eight hours a day to get my game together. Mm -hmm. And he said, you didn't hear that part on ESPN. Right. Right. So you don't hear the fact that this man was in the gym eight hours a day putting that work in. Mm -hmm. All you hear is that, oh, he missed the shot. Right. Or he scored 61. Right. And that's what I'm saying about people don't do the homework and know, well, what's behind that? Mm -hmm. what, what's behind that? Yeah, so somebody might take a joke, but did they work on another joke? Did they have, like, I heard Gary Owens telling the story about Steve. You know, well, what are the other good stories? What are, mm -hmm. what are the positive of that? I think the problem is is that the stories that are coming out, that like TDP knew or you knew or I knew, Polish knew, we knew these stories back 10, 15, 20 years ago. We knew about that stuff. But the problem is that the public didn't know. So when it came out, that's what it was. Nobody knew. Think about how, I don't know how many people have asked you, but people have called me and said, I can't believe the 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 competition between comedians. No, coaches, a lot of the people ask me, say, hey, man, what do you think about that Cat Williams thing? Uh, you, you you need to think for yourself what it was about. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you what yeah. I think about it. That's not important. Mm -hmm. You think about what did you feel about it? Well, you're a comedian. Yeah, I'm a comedian, but I'm my comedian. I don't need to tell you so you can start thinking a certain way. People didn't ask me what I think. They asked me. They, they, they did not know. It was pretty much a statement. They didn't know that there was so much going on between comedians. Well, there, there's things going on between I'm just saying everyone. what people said. But everyone. I'm just, I'm just relaying what people what saying, said. But, but this gives them something now to... Caller! You're on the air! Can we all pause and calm down? Sweet! Yes. For his is I. Yes. I would like... The Oracle. What's up, sweet Willie? We have to calm down on this Cat Williams thing, okay? Let's just meditate for a moment mm. and repeat after me. Numb nose, Renge Kyo. Numb nose, Renge Kyo. <laughs> Numb nose, Renge Kyo. Numb nose, Renge Kyo. <laughs> Let the power of the nose relax your spiritual essence. Mm. Yes. Yes. Thank you, man. Now that we have brought the positivity into the room mm -hmm. of the power of the nose, God. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, brother. What's up, sweet? How you doing, man? What's up, my TDP? What up? I see you over there. Goddamn DG looking like goddamn Spitty McPamp with What's that What's happening flag? with you, baby? Yeah, bro. What you got that sweater from the Nigerians at the flea market? I sure <laughs> did. It was the last one. That's what I'm talking about, brother. What they get you? Two for 40? One for 30. Hilarious. Woo! Hmm. Boy, I need to put some syrup on you, boy. You're looking sweeter than a motherfucking waffle. Slow mm. down, baby. Slow down, baby. Hmm. I don't go that way, but thank you. I ain't going that way with you either, man. But you know what you're I mean. I know, bro. You need a Cadillac and a Buick Regal on your motherfucking driveway. <laughs> 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 What's up, Lou? Hey, sweetie, John. How's your son, man? Hey, man, my son, man, he out here, motherfucker, trying to make a nigga a grandfather. I, I said, whoa, whoa, mm, whoa, 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 How did his football season end? Did he play this year? 
Oh, yeah, he played, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? How'd the team but do? You know, hey, bro, we don't talk about that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> is that bad? How did he do individually first? Yeah. This is a Wonka Joe legacy. We don't talk about the losses. We don't okay. talk about the wins. Right. It's like all positive. Romans, well, that's why I'm asking. How did Romans he do? What position? Because he's like a, he's a sophomore or a junior? It's a good question. <laughs> Is it your son, first of all? Let's... I'm about to ask that. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Where, where's he in now, nigga? Yeah, I don't know. Come on, seriously. What grade is he? You know what grade he's in? I think uh, junior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's is, was he? Did he start? My nigga, damn! You want to hit this nigga up on motherfucking Instagram account? <laughs> want to send this nigga a DM? No, I'm just asking questions that I'm gonna you let him know. Like, hey, son, look, it's an old dude. I'm California. <laughs> he wants to be your sugar daddy. <laughs> you cool with that? Oh. That's just stupid. <laughs> um, seriously. You know, he want to get his Harvey Weinstein on with you now. Mm. <laughs> oh, nigga, come on, man. I'm trying to drink. <laughs> <laughs> Luke coming with all this perversion. Well, no, because here's the thing. How's your son? How's your son, Walker? Okay, How big is he now? No, How's his Luke looking <laughs> in the football arena? Well, no, there's a statistic because you said... You said that he's trying to impregnate or thinking about sex, and there's a there's a statistic Vegas. that well, there's a statistic that says athletes who participate in sports are less likely to get someone pregnant or get a you know get pregnant what? because they spend that's just they spend so much time working out. Until the NBA sports. players that you know. Okay, Lou, you got to stop reading the Oprah magazine. <laughs> <laughs> From cover to cover. Stop reading, stop reading the old magazine and watching old at 2 o'clock in the morning, my nigga. Where you getting your stats from, Lou? Well, it's a fact because the mm. reason is that, uh, you know. It's a fact. Yeah, it's a fact because the simple fact is that oh. they have they have school, they have practice, and on the weekends they have practice. And usually they have Sunday off, and that's that. So they really don't have a lot of time to do that or because they're focused. So that's why. And see, this is why Joe Rogan hasn't picked up the motherfucking in the man's world show. Damn you! You're holding this show back, Lou, with your fucking, <laughs> your own Oprah facts. Oh, my God. Mm. All right, so this how are you, you? How are you, and how's the trucking business? Oh, the trucking business sucks, bro. How's the motherfucking comedy business? Well, you good? still here. So, wait, so the pandemic happened. Did you rebound from the pandemic? Because you, you got a PPO because you own your own trucks, right? The pandemic? What? Nigga, what was that? Four years ago? Well, you, a lot of people. You own your own. You owned your own company. Am I correct? Because you had like three yeah. trucks. Yeah. Okay. No, not three, my nigga. Don't, don't make my dick bigger than what it is. Just regular dick. Mm-hmm. How many trucks did you own? <laughs> Two, right? He's still on it. Two, my nigga. Yeah. Okay. Two big dicks. It's all right. Well, good. I'm glad it's things. All good. I mean, it's just America, my nigga. I mean, what what we gonna do? You know what I'm saying? We in the binary and shit. You know what I'm saying? The white girls got asses bigger than the black girls, my nigga. The white girls motherfucking looking like they motherfucking charging niggas motherfucking two fifty an hour. The black girls going down one ninety and shit, my nigga. We gotta keep this shit moving. You feel me? Well, because there are a lot of young black men like you who own their own business or who are trying to own their own business. I'm figuring you might be able to just give them some insight or give them motivation to keep going. You wanna own your own business? I tell you what, do some shit that involves government contracts. There you go. That's it, my nigga. Get your ass in the motherfucking government business. Don't fuck with this free wildcat shit out here. 
and motherfuckers got to pay you this and pay you that because everything in America is already a scam. You feel me? Everything, bro. Yeah. And you know that shit, Lou. You when go. you went to Harvey Weinstein's house back in 1991. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, that was Where's that my true. dog at, man? Oh, he's working. He's, he's on working. assignment. He got a job. Oh, he, he got a job. Yeah, he's he doing job. He's he doing what he loves. Job. Yep, telling people yeah, nothing. Man, I hear that nigga power walking and taking shits early in the morning now, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I drive by his crib, I don't see him walking or running in the morning. He says that. Hey, Lou, man. Yeah. Before you cut me off and motherfucking send me out the door, man, let me ask you a question, bro. Sure. Did you watch the whole Cat Williams thing, no, bro? Um, no, I did not. I watched some of it. See, and that's your problem right there. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. How long not was it? How long was it? Not over there, but right her. See, the thing is, bro, Cat, he, I don't agree with everything he said, bro. But at the end of the day, and I'm not a Cat Williams fan, by the way, because I don't need the motherfucking watch a comedy special of a nigga cursing me out and telling me I need Jesus in my life. I already know that shit. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. However, I will say this, though, bro. The nigga did give context. Am I lying, Danny? No, he he did. He did. He gave context, my nigga. When you give context, that's intelligence, Lou. You feel me? You watching them little motherfucking TikTok skits about what Cat said, and you're like, oh, this negativity. No, I did not you watch TikTok. Nigga, Tat. what, you a real housewife of Atlanta? No, shit, st- slow your roll. I did not watch TikTok. I watched some of the interview, and that was enough but for me. Lou. My well, nigga. Well, I'm going well, to give him three hours of my time. How long was this thing? But look, my nigga, we're men, bro. Okay? Yes. This is manhood, bro. This is a blood sport, bro. Iron sharpen iron, steel sharpen steel, you feel me? We have to motherfucking cut out the weeds, bro. That's what men have to do. This is what we do. Now. So, yeah, I like Steve Harvey. Okay, yeah, I like Cedric Entertainment. Yeah, I like Lou Dixon. But, hey, bro. If a nigga going motherfucking come for your motherfucking neck, then protect your shit. Or don't have motherfucking pollution in your motherfucking shit where niggas can't come for your neck. You feel me? Well, I'm from the old school where if I'm going to talk to a man, I'm going to talk to a man. If I'm going to say something, I'm going to say it to his face. If I got something to listen to him, I'm going to listen to him in his face. I'm not going to go on another show and somebody talk to another man about another man. So that's just how I was but, raised. That's just me. But what if another man keep ducking you? No, but then, if he, then I don't have anything to say to him. But I'm not going to go on. That's what I'm going to say this. But that's what we used to see women do. Go back and forth. Girl, he said she said that. Well, girl, she said that about you. What she say about you? My whole thing is, look, if I got something to say, I'm going to say it out loud so you can hear it. And we okay. deal with it. And if I can't deal with it, I'll call Jeff. Yeah. So at the so, end of the day, you the type of nigga where you like, yo, I'm going to see this nigga when I see this nigga. And if the nigga motherfucker come within six feet on me, then I'm going to call Jeff. Because Jeff going to keep the blending. No, no, no. But basically, also, I'm not going to really get into that. If he's saying something about my, my, if he says something about my mother, my, something that he doesn't know about, if it's not true, then I'm not going to listen to it. And if it is true, then I'm going to keep it moving. Because I, I, I have so many other important things in my life than sitting no, on. you don't. Okay, well, I feel I do. Then well, to sit, on, to sit across from Shannon Sharp and talk about any, you know, I just, you know, it's, it's just, I, I just, there's so many other things to share with the world other than a lot of the stuff I felt he shares. And that's just me. And hey, so, you know, that's just me. I'm not going to go sit and listen to him talk about for three hours about other men and other situations. No, I'm not going to learn anything. 
that can that I can use. Well, you know, with that being said, shout out to Code Three because apparently she has some in very some very angelic vagina to make you turn into such a corny ass dude who's just like I'm not going to sit around and talk about dudes. I got better things to do. Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, I got a game That's tomorrow. I, I got I, no. I'm dealing with. I, I got young kids who are trying to figure out their application, and if and they're upset with their father, and they don't know how they feel about themselves, and I might need to listen to them. So I'm going to take the time to listen to them before I listen to Cat Williams. Yeah, because that's more important to me. If I got a kid that's 16 and I make him smile when I say, "Hey, man, good job. Keep working hard, son." Coach, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Well, what do you think? I'm gonna give that answer. That's where my focus is. If my son needs some information, or my daughter, or Code 3, there's so many. If, if Poetis called me and needs something, or if Danon calls me, I'm not going to pick up, but if Danon calls me, I'll let him leave a message. AKA <laughs> Jeff. It's just, it's, it's just Blue, so many things. And, 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 and people who are mature, that's why it blows me away that a lot of people over 50 are actually so into this. Hmm. But when you talk to older people in their 70s and 80s, they have so much rich stuff to talk about. Oh, and it's like my, my man said, it's like Dr. Cosby said, and when I asked him the question about did him and Sidney Poitier and Harry Belafonte and all that do that, he'll say, he'll say the simple fact, what did they change? What did they change in this massive world? What did they do? What did they change? Look at what a person does and if they help them. So, I, you know, so with all due respect, hey, with all due respect, yeah. Cat and them can do what they want to do. That's fine. But here's my main thing. Just like I made a choice, conscious choice, that I'm not going to cuss when I do my comedy. Now, when I started off, I cussed, but my thing is, that's what everyone else, they were a lot of funnier people than me in that way, because I didn't know how to cuss the right way. So I'm going to do me, and I'm going to stand on me, and you either respect that or you don't. I already got the true friends I have, Fat Paul, Peanut, Boogie, the cat sitting here. Mm -hmm. Can I show the picture of you? No, not my boy yet, my boy John <laughs> Jones. Where can we laugh? Yeah. you scared, Luke. When can go this ahead. show get light? Go ahead. Oh, All right, here it go, here it go. Wait, wait. All right. Watch it. Here go Lou. Which one is he? Oh, that's cold. That's my boy John which Jones. Which one is he? Now, that's <laughs> where I, I got that down 30th Street Market. Are um, you watching uh, Wonka? Yeah, Now, up? now uh, my boy John Jones worked for the government. We got Lou. He was on picture. assignment. He had his cl highest clearance. His, he raised his family in all kinds of in countries in Africa. Just get to the picture. But yeah, that. those were bell bottoms, I'm sure. And you see this, you know, the shirt was, a, I didn't, I guess, I don't know what's underneath that. <laughs> um, but the collar was oh long. Oh my God, I even noticed that till you said something. Yeah, they're like a camisole. What is that called? Camisole. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, but I was, I thought when I first saw it, I was like, oh, I was kind of big for 12. But then I'm like, John was short. <laughs> But John was, he was a Christian. He looked like he turned out to be a salesman. Where, where did his no, life turn out to be? Military. 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 Okay. Military. Military. And he played soccer. And um, <laughs> so everybody has to come up with a picture. You got to come up with one. Oh, I have one. Okay. Hilarious. Do you have it on your phone? No. Uh, of, of a young picture of me when yeah. I was a kid? No. Nah, only. No. Nah, Do you picture. have one? No, uh, I think so. I yeah. You all got to say. I was bold enough. And I kept contemplating. I was like... I should have sent it. They're going to roast me, but that was me. Oh, I got my graduation picture. All right, yeah, put it uh, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Go oh, ahead. somebody in, in the in a man's world picture, uh, a, a chat room, put in a, a high school picture of Jeff. 
Yeah, he said that was him. It doesn't look like him. Let me it see. It does look like him. Yeah. Let's see. I got to pull it. I got to okay. pull it up. Do okay. you have a picture in your phone about? No, not, 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 not the phone. Hmm? All right, we got it. No, 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 Okay, so you want to say something Get jiggy, in man. reference to, uh, it's Willie No, Kong? no, no. Oh, okay. Um, so, um, okay, you. What? I get so personal about this stuff. It's just it's really draining. Right. You mean the whole Cat Williams thing? Just in general. Just if you don't watch it, don't comment. If you watched it, then make a comment. Like, why, why all this anti, I got to stand against, you know, it happened already. Right. It happened. Because there are a lot of stories that we could tell in this business. Man. It's so many. It's about if you've been in the business long enough, there's so many stories you could share, mm-hmm. right. and and you know I mean whoa I mean you go I mean the only reason I'm talking about it I thought was because we are a show in, in the man's world and people are gonna ask us. Go ahead, caller, you're on the air. Hey, what up, man? It's Poo Lee, man. Poo Lee, up, yo yo. Hey man, this nigga can't trip him. He taking that man wife on tour with him. <laughs> His wife. Tory Hart. Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? She's not funny either. Yeah, she's going on tour with the man. Do you think that's hey, a jab you. against uh, Kevin Hart? Because hey, now everybody. Yes, sir. Hey, man, I know it ain't that sick yet. Man, what's going on with your Lakers, man? When they won their tournament, they ain't been the same. <laughs> Well, if it's in the word, you said won the tournament, right? Won the tournament. Ain't been the same, bro. Yeah, well, you know, it's football right now, so Cadillac and it relaxing. Uh, it don't get cracked into the playoffs, so. Hey, 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 they're going to make the playoffs. Lou, Lou. Excuse me, I'm talking. Y'all going to win state again, Lou? Yeah, man, we looking like it, man. Looking like it. We heading to Boston. Uh, they play Saturday. They, I mean, Monday, Martin Luther King, they're playing a tough team. Pooley, what you doing? Setting up bingo? <laughs> Hey, man, I'm, I'm at the uh, lounge right now, man. I hear you doing something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, I'm at the lounge right now, man. I had to check in with my boys, man. Okay. Hey, uh, what, Phil- what the uh, Philadelphia going to do, man? They looking terrible. Terrible, man. Talking about the football team, the Eagles. Yeah, mm. we, yeah we need some... I, maybe, I think it's a setup. I think we did it so that people can think we're not going to win and then we're going to start playing well in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk hey, about man, it in the sports section. Hey, y'all, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Tough, though, bro. Y'all keep the trash, man. Our linebackers hmm. are horrible. I have no comment at this moment. I can't believe Danny said that. <laughs> we, we setting them up. <laughs> All right, my boy, let's just check in with y'all, man. Wait, wait, Pooley, I got, Pooley, I got a question for you, Pooley. Pooley, I got a question. What's up, T? Now... Being a connoisseur of entertainment, how much of the stories that Cat Williams talked about that you knew or wanted to know in man, that situation? I think, it, I think it is a marketing thing, GDP. That man going on the, on the tour. Okay. Every, I looked at the tickets. All damn near every show sold out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn near, 100 shows, damn near 85% of the shows sold out. Yeah. So I think it's just marketing, man. Okay. I respect yeah. your opinion. But, but what you think about the ex-wife going on to a cat, though? Uh, it's just work. Yeah, that's how I look at it. Yeah, yeah I feel you. I feel you. I feel you on that. It's work. Y'all have a great day, my brother. Hi, right, brother. Too, yeah. Be good, man. Got, happy New Year. Jeff sent his picture. He okay. just texted me. Here's um, 
Jeff's family photo. Oh, his mommy was pretty. Uh, yeah, now where's Jeff? Yeah, where's Jeff? I'm thinking it's the one, the taller it's, it's, one. It's not the one that looks high. There's one that's paying <laughs> attention. He's probably, that's probably Jeff, no, the one no. looking away from the camera. He didn't say which one was him. No, the one looking away from the camera looks. <laughs> yeah, that looks like Jeff. Hmm. No, Jeff looked like the one, because Jeff is the youngest, right? <coughs> no, he's got a younger brother. Oh, speaking of that, he wanted us to wish his brother a happy birthday. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. So, well, Jeff's got to tell us which one. I yeah. think it's the one looking off, and he look kind of soft. Whoever birthday it is, <laughs> happy birthday. Uh, <laughs> don't he look how he's standing? It's his brother uh, Rami's birthday, his oh, yeah. 60th birthday. Hey, Rami! Happy birthday, brother man. And now um, he said all of his mother's children, our sons, are in their 60s, never been to jail, never been on drugs. So, salute. But what about his That's dad? great parenting <laughs> with a little bit of luck. Look at it. That's an old picture, little thing he marked off. They look like they cut daddy off. That's a pull Jeff, Jeff's got to text us and tell us which one is him. Yeah, that's not lacking information. Yeah. I think it's the guy that's not paying attention. <laughs> well, right, which one is cross-eyed? Let's find the eyes. The one in front? <laughs> the one with the white sweater on? He said the one in front. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, since you're listening, uh, which, one is, which one is you? He shouldn't be listening. He should be working. <laughs> they might be you know, five. Take five. I got to send this picture in. He also sent um, a video that he God <laughs> damn. did a cameo in. Oh, he's going to be here in essence. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's a little bit of it. What we doing? What we doing? Hey. Huh? What's up, twin? There he is. Oh, man. I don't know if I would be seen in that one. <laughs> wait, <laughs> <That> wait. <guy> was <laughs> this is what he's doing right now? <laughs> no, this is a video. He said he did a cameo. <laughs> he did a cameo. That was right? a cameo? Looked like he was in the way. <laughs> Play it again? Looked like he just tapped the dude in the yeah, ass. Looked, <laughs> like, go ahead. That's Anderson <laughs> Pack and uh, Victoria Monet. What we doing? What we doing? Look, look at the look. Hey. Thanks for that What's booty. up, twins? Look Jeff. Thank no. you. <laughs> I miss you. Talking about I know Jeff well, and he walked just like his son. That's how his son walks. His son walked just like him. Like he nervous. Play that one more time. Look cameo. He, he didn't even stand and take his moment. What we doing? What we doing? Like somebody in the headset said. Hey. What's up, Hey, get out of the shot. Get no. out of the shot. You're in the shot. You're in the shot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Somebody probably fanned him like. Yeah. Ass out the way, man. Now, this is, what's this guy's name? I don't Anderson, know. Pack. Anderson Pack. What does he do? He's an artist. Uh, musical. Yeah, he's so dope. He's dope. Okay, so Did he, he write said, that song? Um... Jeff said Rami is in front. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that he's on the left side of his dad. So he's the small one. He's the small one. I guess he's the so. one that the picture is cut in half. They all look alike, though. Well, hopefully. So to the picture's <laughs> left, to our right. Yeah, to it, yeah. Okay, picture's up. Yeah. Well, he Mom looks obedient, doesn't he? He yeah. looks like he just got a whooping. Happy birthday, Rami. Yeah, yeah man. Happy birthday, birthday brother, man. God bless you, man. He said Rami's in the front? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you met and he Rami? Said, he said his kid, none of his kids ever did drugs. He was on something there. He might have been sugar. on. Sugar. Yeah, he might have been on sugar. Yeah. Shout out. Did you Jeff meet his brothers before? Hmm? Have you met Rami? Or yeah, yeah, his yeah, brothers? yeah, 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 yeah. I picked his mom up from the airport. His mom is still beautiful. Yeah, she's beautiful. Caller. Mm. We ain't never had many this close. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Live from the Spit Factory. I mean, the Hit Factory. Hilarious. <laughs> Mr. C. My screen, my screen wet as hell. <laughs> C. Oh, what's up, man? <laughs> the great TDP. How you do, the sir? great Lou Dick. What's up, man? great Danny Green. My man. What's up, brother? How y'all doing, man? Good, man. Well, family, better man. than I deserve. Great. Better than I deserve. Classic. Classic. Now, how, how did everything work out for you? Because you had you had moved to a new job and everything, right? Yeah, like four years yeah, ago. Yeah, like four years ago. No, that's what I'm saying, because we haven't heard from you. About four years ago, you were starting a new, you know, something new. Yeah, a new life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and your daughter's Absolutely. graduated, right? No, nah, they still at it, man. Oh, she's still at it? Both of them, man. Oh, wow. Wow. And how's the wife? She's doing, she's doing well, man. She's great. Thanks for asking. Make that be the last time you ask, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like well, I know that's important to you. Come on now. I, I think your number's still the same. I think I still got your number. Damn. No, man. Time to no, play man. our game. <laughs> no, we, we, were, we were friends. I, yeah, I'm we're, amazed yeah. at how, the I'm talking to Lewis and them, how you guys just remember each caller's personal lives and kids and i think that's, that's well tdp remembers all of them i just throw out the kids and hope they say yeah <laughs> I, know, I know nobody <laughs> but no i know mr c i mean he was yeah he was yeah. important to us i mean Absolutely. He, he dropped a lot of knowledge and, and i appreciate that yeah, yeah we, for we, sure we enjoyed talking I've learned, I've learned some things from you guys as well so well, good that was before danny was on the show but yeah <laughs> <laughs> so things well Hey, man, things are great, man. I cannot complain, man. Nobody's pregnant? <laughs> not, in, not in this house. <laughs> His left hand is. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> I'm epidemic. I'm yeah. <laughs> PDP, I'm epidemic. Yeah. <laughs> Heavy on the Amy. Helping him out. <laughs> Dan is lit. Hey, so. Uh, yes, sir. Dan is talking about it, and he's right. Um, forty-four million. You have a take on it? Forty-four million. What? Uh, that's the new thing. Oh, talking I was about talking about um, cat. The club say say interview. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's a uh, that interview was hilarious, man. <laughs> that that joke was funny, man. But um, I mean, I really don't. I'm indifferent about it. It's just it's interesting. Mm-hmm. One thing is interesting. Um, it's kind of odd that. You would at least I would think that you know guys who have been in the industry for as long as they've been in the industry that you know we ain't got to be friends, but you wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't understand or see the animosity. But again, I'm not a comedian, so yeah, you know, I understand. Though. I mean, it's you know if you if you've been in that craft for as long as you have and you think you got a you know a, a, a winning routine. You don't want to see nobody else do your work, so I get it. I understand it. Right, right, right. You know, but you know, man, it's hey, man, it's the world we live in, man. And I'm sure people have beefs that work in the hospital, mm-hmm. the people, you know, all any industry. Yeah, and you know, where you where you work with someone for a long time, you don't like her and, she, and her lunch smells. I just think people mm-hmm. don't think that comedians will have beef because we're always together. I mean, if you do a show, you know you're going to be with. Someone that you've known, at least out here with us, over five or ten years. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. 
it, you know, if, if TDP, if I have a book, if we booked at the the improv, we're going to run into six, seven comedians that you know, maybe even more in, in that night. So people yeah. think, I, I, I'm not saying people think, I think people assume that because we're always together and we're comics, that we all get along. Yeah, but we all don't hang out. No. I mean, you, everybody's got their selected friends mm -hmm. who they hang out with. You, I mean, you see them, and it's a gentleman's agreement that we're in the same craft, but you don't, you know, it's like I'm always shocked that certain <laughs> athletes say, oh, I never met such and such. Anyway, Mr. C, you have a closing comment or anything you want to address on the show? Before they go on a tangent. Oh, man, I, I'm just uh, grateful, you know, that you guys still doing y'all thing, man. I'm able to still benefit from it. So Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for the donation. Appreciate you, Mr. C. No doubt, man. Y'all have a good one, man. All right, brother. Happy New Year. For sure. All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one more time. Well, for me, I won't be I won't be booked in those spaces, but I will come in and I will watch. And anybody I see who has something or a joke that you know needs a little bit of tweaking, I always pull them to the side and and let them know how to put that joke into the uh, next stratosphere. Well, so that's that, what I do. Did you say that because we have a question from the chat room mm -hmm. from Hotep? Shalom. He said, can you ask TDP how he got into comedy and working with Fox and what made Lou and Wet Sponge Mouth get into comedy? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, um, is that negative that I said that? No, it was the truth. Oh, was that me? <laughs> I didn't know what they were talking about. I didn't know who Sponge Mouth was. Go ahead. Uh, just playing ball, talking shit. My boy, my boy, um, Emmett was like, man, you gonna do comedy. So I was like, I didn't know. I just thought Eddie Murphy was the only one doing comedy. I didn't know there was comedy clubs. So we had went to the townhouse. I sat on the front row. They was trying to give it to me, and I was serving their ass. So I kept going back and sitting on the first row. Then Juan Dexter was like, man, you need to do comedy. You're funny. So I just sat down and rest, wrote some stuff. But I was a storyteller like Daryl Heath. I was in that kind of land. They're like, no, you gotta trim the fat. You gotta say that. You gotta dig, dig, dig. I'm like, that ain't my rhythm. That That's. Y'all ain't doing nothing but recycling shit because I've been watching y'all for a whole goddamn six months. So I know all y'all shit. But that's like Cat Williams. You study these dudes. So when you come out, they're like, oh, I got a joke list like that. Now you know. You don't even think that way. Your goddamn, um, goddamn linguistic skills is not even on that level. So I don't, I don't know why you're trying to come at me like that. And then in that situation, we was outside the club. And then after the club, it was, you know, it was basically bag session. You know, a lot of these dudes are wasn't in town. So this is 90, 91. So then we was out there, Curry, he was like, he said, nigga, you funny as shit. You want to go on the road? I'm like, hell, you want to go on the road. Leave this forsaken place. Well, D.O. was the first person to take me out on the road first, D.O. So when you went on the road, you did, did you do stand-up or did you punch the jokes up? No, I did stand-up, but then I was punching up before I went there. But then I just like, you know, I said, fuck it, if I'm in the... Um, Cause, like I said, when I was sitting on the front row and I had put my my foot on the stage and Rodney Winfield, rest in power, said, nigga, you ain't in show business. Take your foot off the stage. So <laughs> that's what got me really into it. Then when hanging out with Rodney, then I was punching up his stuff, then work with DL, then work with Curry, and then King was managing all of them, Yvette Wilson, rest in power. So then I just started working with all of them because I have all the references. So that's how I got started in the business. Wait, look. No, go ahead. I just, uh, I got involved with, um, 
See, I gave you respect that. I didn't say nothing. But you had no I, choice. Your long ass story. But I didn't say nothing. Um, I got into it. I've kind of always had a personality, and from college, one of my buddies said I was funny. I didn't really get into it. Think about it. I wanted to be a businessman. He's a liar. And then um, what I did was when I graduated, I went to an open mic. And the first time I ever did an open mic, I had four jokes that I had always thought about. I got second place in a comedy competition out of eight people. And then uh, about three weeks later, I entered this contest in Columbus, Ohio, funniest person in Ohio. And whoever won it would get to tour the whole southern part of uh, Ohio. And it was a six-week competition, and I won it. And the people said that they kept picking me because each week I came back with a different story. And from that time on, I, I met a guy named Rich Scheidner. Uh, he was a w- well-known white comic at the time. He was pretty big. And I talked to him, and he asked me how old I was. I told him I was 26 at the time. He told me, yeah, I should move to L.A. You seem like a person that's going to be serious about it. And that's how I got out here, and that's how I got into the business. Oh, it was funny. I was just making a list of all the comics that used to come through the Comedy Act Theater. You know, like Chris Tucker, Martin Lawrence, Robin Harris, Jeff Arnold. I just got to put his name in. D.L. Hughley. I said I have a list. If, let me get to my list. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jamie, D.L., Rusty Cundiff, who went on to become a great yeah. director. Mm-hmm. Um, Rodney Whitfield was one of them. Ralph Harris, Robert Townsend, Yvette Wilson, Bernie Mac, A.J. Johnson, A.J. Sanders, Brad Sanders. Remember Brad? Mm-hmm. Um, Ricky Harris, you know, Don Reed, David Williams, and Lamont. Lamont Bowman, um, and uh, mm-hmm. who was the, you used to do the thing with the? the well, my two was always Roy Flynn and um, yeah, Roy Flynn, Roy Wilson, Roy William, Flynn, Wilson. William Wilson, Roy William, William Wilson, my boy, and um, Melanie Camacho. No, Melanie yeah. wasn't with us in that. She came later. Yeah, she okay, I'm later. sorry. Okay, she came later. She came later. Oh, you mean uh, y'all crew? Yeah, she came later. Joe Torrey? Yeah, Joe Torrey, Guy Torrey. Well, Guy came. No, oh, Joey, but Guy was later. Guy was more or less an actor later. first. Um, yeah, but came out later. Yeah, later. But it was just yeah. a lot of great comics. And then my thing was, I, I started off in theater, and then when I yeah. came down here, uh, you were thespian. Yeah, I, I was. I came, I was. Yeah, I came down. You know, after I got out of school, I came down. I was like, okay, I'm gonna do theater. And then um, I was like, this ain't gonna work. You just do theater. Mm-hmm. And I taken some comedy classes, and I, I started doing comedy. Uh, I went to different comedy clubs, and then. So you weren't funny growing up. Yeah, Looking. all my boys were funny. Fat Paul, Peanut, and Boogie. I was always the butt of the joke, but I used to listen to them. But I, I never knew. We used to listen to comedy albums all the time. Richard Pryor, you know, we used to listen to... Um, Red Fox. Red Okay, she just ain't going to let me get my story out. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to help you. Uh, okay. Uh, get my Dan in on. Yeah, <laughs> you know I've been quiet tonight, too. Thank I you. have. Thank you. Uh, I have noticed. Thank you, Puss. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, Cheek and Chong. It makes for good radio. <laughs> Cheech and Chong. Yeah, Cheech and Chong. We just listen to, you know, hey, it's me. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Franklin Ajay. Oh, Frank Beast. So, you know, so we used to listen to all them and study it. Go ahead. Caller. Caller. Man, we got calls today. Caller, you're on the air. What's going on? It's Tom Foolery. Tom Foolery. Hey, what's up, baby boy? The Mean King. What's going on? I got a question for y'all. It's really for Danny. Mm-hmm. Now, in, the, in that cat interview, he talked about uh, the Fat Tuesdays. How Sad and Steve and all of them really didn't come through there. Now, I know y'all was around back then, so y'all would know. Like, is that part of what he said true? Um, I would say this. I I don't know the answer to Cedric. In terms of performing, I don't remember Steve performing there. 
I don't remember. Um, Steve was there. Uh, one time they all came was really at his birthday, Guy's birthday. He had a big birthday party, and I remember that. That was his 30th birthday party. So if he says that people, if he's using that as an example, then yes, they came through. But in terms of people actually coming to perform, I saw, I mean, I was there from day one. I saw who was and who was, and I didn't miss many shows in four years, five years. But uh, I think, you know, he, he put up a post saying that these people were here. Um, I don't remember, I don't even think Kevin was out here at that time, though. Right, mm-hmm. TDP. Mm-hmm. I don't see yeah, So Kevin Hart wasn't even out here. So, you know, now I'll just say this part: I was there from the beginning to about two thousand, two thousand one, at the height of it, mm-hmm. and then I was gone from when Gary Owens and his wife took over. So I don't know. Somebody might have came after that and performed. You mean Gary Owen or Gary? No, um, no, Gary Owens. The the white comedian. Yeah, I thought his name was Gary Owen. Owens Owen. Gary, the white dude. No, I, I mean. No, I know. I'm just saying, but I don't. So to answer your question, there's a Gary Owens, right? But to answer your question, you know, I know Cat was there, you know, and the thing about it, everybody kind of, you know, has their opinion of who was there, who wasn't. There were some people that weren't there, and you know, that's uh, that's their story. Hmm. Okay, Tom. No, but that, that was it. That was it. Because when he said that, that, it just reminded me of you. Because I know you had an issue with the documentary, and he said he had an issue with it too. So mm-hmm. I wanted to call and ask you about that. that well, I appreciate it because he was on this show. Um, they get we gave him a platform just to speak on it of why I wasn't in it, and um, there it is. Well, you're gonna be in the next one. They said. And I'm gonna do my own. Hmm. Thank God for the news. The Poetess Report. And what? Listen to the hit. I'm listening. Listen to the hit. I'm listening. Hi. <laughs> Oops, I turned your mic. You sure enough did. Yeah, on purpose. <laughs> Speaking to the air. All right, in this week's Poetess Report, uh, 50 Cent says he is abstaining from sex for a whole year so that he can focus and have no distractions. Mm. So my question is, I got other questions, I mean other stories, but I want to ask you guys this. If you or your mate decide to go celibate for a year, would would your relationship survive? Well, then the person's not my mate if they decide to go. I mean, I, I mean, you do other things, everything but. That's, mm. that's I, don't I don't understand that question. But okay, it's cool. I mean, somebody else can answer. Just, so if Code 3 said, I want to go celebrate. I'm not talking about, that's just, that's just, <laughs> I, I mean, 50 Cent is, that's just. I'm plugging my hole. Yeah, why, why is he even putting that out? I don't, that's why I don't understand why people say so. Who cares that you're not having sex, 50 Cent? Out of all the stuff you're doing, I mean him of all people. I mean, can he why? do it? But that's can why that's it? what that's why can people find it, it interesting. Yeah. What's interesting about Fifty Cent not having sex? Well, it's not that you, uh, interesting that he's not having sex, but he would put that comment out. I mean, Lou, that's how the world runs. People say things and do things that are well, just, off base. But just because that's how it's done doesn't mean that that's how you have to do it. See, that's what I'm looking at. People say, "Oh, well, everybody does it." Well, everybody doesn't do it. Well, well, that's okay. how it works. Whenever it doesn't work well, like that all the time. Well, but we're in entertainment, so that's people. Not, all that's not always entertainment. Okay, I'm bad. I mean, it's, so you'll do anything in entertainment? That that wasn't the question. Somebody, I'm okay, saying. Let me, yeah, let me ahead, ask this question: Is sex a distraction? 
I think the headache that night. comes with it. <laughs> Wait, Aslo, he's married. He's irritated. No, I'm not irritated. Hmm. I'm not, see, that's what I'm, I'm not irritated. I just, uh, no, so is sex a distraction? From what? From if you're f- trying to focus on work or some project. It can be. Okay. So don't they limit players and athletes from... Boxing only. That I know of. I apologize. Boxing only? Only because that's not the distraction part. It's pretty much because of the weakness of your legs. Oh. I didn't know that. Yes. But everybody's not built the same, so. No, but I, I don't know a fighter in the world. And one one guy that did do it, he got stopped. And that was Tyson when he talked about doing it. Most fighters would not have sex up to three to four months before they fight. Three to four months? Yes. Wow. That's why they go to camp. Oh, that's interesting. It must be tough, even when you get beat up. <laughs> yeah, you know, you want to be in shape at least. <laughs> okay, so in other 50 news... 50 says, well, has announced that his production company, G-Unit Film and Television, uh, will be releasing a documentary surrounding the sexual abuse allegations made against Diddy. Mm. So that's interesting. Um, I wonder where they fell out. Where'd that beef come from? I don't know, but... 50 go in. Could it be that when he first started... Was there was there a situation back then? I don't know. You you know the rap I, I game. I don't know the politics. I yeah. don't know. If somebody knows about what's going on or. Well, nobody wanted to sign him. That's what I'm saying. I wonder if that was the reason. Nobody wanted to sign him. I think people got upset because that first song he made, Robin and what is it, uh, Robin? Robin the industry. Yeah. But before that, nobody wanted to sign him. That's what made him do the song. Mm. To get the push. Yeah, that's interesting that he would do a documentary about it. But okay, he been going at Diddy though. Yeah, he, he has. been going at him. He really has. He really has. Okay, so uh, stray dogs caused over three hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of damage. Oh come at, on! At a car lot. <laughs> Which I don't believe. I think these yeah. people are trying to get some insurance. Was they money. shitting on the hood? No, they said a pair of stray dogs have been caught on video, causing more than a quarter million dollars worth of damage at a Houston car dealership. Oh, One no. dog, described as a bull terrier mix, was captured. Um, in December and one again, another one, two, both were caught last month. Both dogs are being held <laughs> by. <laughs> This, is this a real story? I animal shelter. So they did. <laughs> Actually, they're trying to give them up for adoption. But they were caught on surveillance video scratching the paint and tearing the bumpers off of vehicles in the lot of a General Motors. Like, First of all, what kind of bump, what kind of cars? Yeah, cars don't, oh, no way. Cars don't have bumpers anymore. The way that they make them. It's a whole piece. Now, it could have been some classic cars. Okay. Who knows? And then those cars are metal. Well, it's the bumper on the wheel well part they get at that. Like polyester and acrylic turned well, dogs they, a certain way. They think way. it was, they were chasing cats that were living up under the car. So they That's were doing their job. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get rid of these cats for you, dog. All right, judges and other officials affiliated with the Trump case have received bomb threats and getting swatted. You guys know what the SWAT it is where they call and uh, call the police and say something is going on in your house and then the SWAT team comes out. Mm-hmm. Some people have gotten killed over those type of things. Yeah. So 
Um, the the judge one happened today. There was a bomb threat with the judge in Gorin, the one that's um, covering the New York uh, the New York case, mm-hmm. and also um, the sister. Also, they went after. Um, sorry, I can't think of her. Not Letitia James, but the other one. I can't. I'll, I'll think. I pull up her name in a second. And they also went off um, after special counsel Jack Smith, who is overseeing the whole um, documents case. They sent. Uh, they sent a, a SWAT out there to his house, claiming that he uh, stabbed his wife to death. <laughs> but before, Allegedly, but, <laughs> but before they got to the house, that you know, um, Jack Smith has U.S. Marshals uh, protecting him, and they've reported that uh, that's costed cost since the uh, he brought the case against Trump, uh, four point four million dollars spent between April and September of last year. Mm. Um. I uh, have this thing I'm doing now called Binge or Cringe. Mm, okay. Uh, when I'm binge watching and what's cringeworthy so far. Now, I'm late on these two series. Um, one is I'm only on the first season of Invasion on Apple TV. I okay. think that's good. And then I'm way late on Under, <laughs> Under the Dome which is a Stephen King series, and it started out good, but now it's is all his is all his work um, like scary stuff? Stephen King, um, maybe not scary, but maybe thriller. Oh, like thriller? Yeah. Is it what's the difference between? Can you help me with that? With a thriller and what scary is? I never understood that one. Horror, that genre. Horror and thriller. Okay, so what's the okay? Thriller so. kind of keeps you on your toes, and it's mysterious, mystery, mysterious. And a thriller is just scary, monsters and okay. zombies and shit like mm-hmm. that. So we got a call. Hang on. Man, this is both calls we had in five years. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Call it, you're on the air. <laughs> oh, they hung up. Good. Yeah. <laughs> good. Sorry about that. They'll call back. And that's the Poetus Report. Hey, Poetus. You can talk about Tiger. Oh, yeah, because I'm sorry. Tiger Woods has parted ways with Nike mm. after 27 years. They wow. made the announcement earlier this week on um, Twitter. And so um, he has informed the world that he is beginning a new chapter. What do you guys think that might be? Another endorsement? Another? I mean, he should have his own brand at this point. Yeah. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's. He can do what he wants. I just I saw a an article where Jack Nicholas said that um, now he's finally saying, "Well, Tiger would never break my records." So I'm just hoping that Tiger might see that and feel like I'm gonna give it a good hard three years to try to get him because he never said that before. But now that he's got this, you know, he had this last major legging injury and all that, and hasn't mm-hmm. been playing. Now Jack comes out and says. You know, you know he was he, in the way he made it was almost like yeah he was good but you know he'll never break my records. Well, maybe you think he's gonna retire? Nah, I just think the I think what my buddy told me one time was Tiger only has he only has four tournaments to play for. He's got the most wins. He's four tournaments away from breaking the record. Outside of that, 
he has nothing else to play for. So you got his son. So he's yeah. four tournaments away beating Jack um, Nicholas for all the majors for number one in majors. Jack has eighteen. Tiger has fifteen. Yeah. All so, right. I, I had a, another question, but I'm gonna get into it in your segment. So let's just get into. Playoffs? Tita. Playoffs? We just talk about practice. We sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. If I wish one of your guys had children, if I could kick them in the fucking head and stomp on their testicles, for you to feel my pain, because that's the pain I have. I wish I was 50 years younger and I'd kick your ass. You won't do shit with me. Oh, we look like the damn bad news bears. Tita Sports Ticker. Uh, Michigan Wolverines. Went to uh, Pasadena, ran through Alabama to get to the uh, championship in college to play Washington, Pac-12 team, and put it on them. So what do you rank Michigan as one of the top (coughs) college teams in this new era of college playoffs? Is that a thing? I don't think they ran through Alabama. It's a good game. They won. They didn't run through. They retired Nick Saban. Nick Saban got to deal with that NIL. So he just, you know, he's just oh, the NIL. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's dealing with players differently now. It's just a whole different thing. Different league. And you got transfers you got to deal with, and you got to worry about your kids transfer. So would you rate him one of the, the greatest coaches in college football? <laughs> 17 Saban, years? Seven national championships, yeah. I'm just asking. Mm-hmm. I, mean, it's, it's I, I rate him as a top coach and obviously a top recruiter because he kept, he kept the guys. Mm-hmm. Nobody's won seven. You know, and to keep mm-hmm. those guys, and to get those guys to go to all those, you know, especially Alabama, you know what I mean? Well, that's football you. Yeah, it's just, I think he did a great job. Okay. Belichick out. Mm-hmm. Could care less. Care less. Raider fan. Mm-hmm. Eagle fan. Draymond Green back. Has he learned his lesson? No. No. You, 12, you, come on, TDP, 12 games. I mean, what do you, I mean, do you think that's really a suspension? That's yeah. an injury out. It is, but uh, you're injured mentally, um, not being respectful on the court. So that's an injury as well. I think that if you really wanted to su- suspend him, look what they did. They gave Jackson and um, Artest 77 games that year. Mm-hmm. That was a melee, obviously. Mm-hmm. But if you're saying that this guy is doing or is near there, then how do you go from 12 games? I would say at least I would have given him 25 games. Okay. I wouldn't let him come back before the before the uh, before the All Star weekend. Okay, I'd have kept him. I let him come back after All Star weekend hmm. for a real suspension. No, no. Yeah. Okay. Many of no. And then in um, professional news, uh, Spolstra, head of uh, head coach of the <laughs> you saw uh, that oh, go Miami ahead. Heat, got his new contract two days after his divorce, so <sighs> the wife couldn't get none of that paper. Get none of that new deal. What do you feel about that, Lou? Was that a good move by the organization to wait two days after his divorce? Well, I'm sure he told his – you know, when the judge says, when you stand in front of her, he says, so, you know, after this ruling, you can never go back and get anything else. Yeah. And once that was done, they said, okay, let's, we'll do so the contract. So you collect from the old we'll deal. Afterwards. You'll collect from the old deal, nothing from the new deal. Yeah. I think uh, that's a great – I think that's a great testament to the uh, – you know, the partnership between him and the, the team, though. Mm-hmm. Because the owner's like, look, I'm a, you know, we're going to take care of you. But we'll go ahead and let that, you know what I mean? We're going to make sure that you, she doesn't get none of it. They, you know, they probably knew the situation. Yeah. And because you're right, once the divorce was settled, 
and the settlements were settled, they signed them to 120. Yeah. Right. yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, you know what? I think I actually like that move in terms of the organization. I don't care about right, the divorce, right, but right, I'm saying right, right. that means you you really gave, you know, I'm going hey, to honor our friendship. Yeah, we invested in we you. We invested in you, but, yeah. but you are a guy. Right. Because they could have dicked him and gave him the contract, you know what I mean? And let her have it. Yeah. Go wreck on it. Yeah, absolutely. It's business. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get into it. Hut 2, Wild Card Wednesday. Mm. Let's talk about the first matchup here. Green Bay Packers versus the Cowboys. <sighs> Scary. What do you I think, think Dallas, but some people are picking Green Bay. Mm. But I'll tell you one thing. If love beats um, Dak, it's going to be some issues in Dallas. Love over Dak? Love over <laughs> 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 I mean, what do you think on that? I mean, would you agree? Lou, anybody? Yeah. What do you think, Lou? Uh, I like love. I don't like the Cowboys. Okay. Like okay, let's get to the next team. Rams versus Detroit Lions. Is it their year? <sighs> okay. Rams snuck in there. But the pundits are saying that the Rams might be the team to actually get there. I saw someone say that online. I can't see how they're going to go that far, but it's in Detroit, right? Ooh. Yes, it's in Detroit. Yeah, Sunday game. Yeah, in Detroit. I'm going to go with the Lions, man. I think they got to get one, you know. But the caveat in that is they switch quarterbacks. So Who did? Rams and Lions. So golf went to Detroit. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty interesting. <laughs> what do you think about that? Mm, that's because what I'm saying. Golf, the Rams were like he could never ball, and then yeah, they traded golf out God, there. You know what? He was God the number damn. one pick, and Stafford was at Detroit. Yeah. Wow. They made that, so this is a serious game. They are, I'm gonna tell you this: if anything's gonna happen in that game, they gonna be cracking. And you know, golf really wanted. Yeah. To prove to him. Yeah. That I could, yeah. that y'all blew it, but they gonna be cracking in that game. Yeah, that's a hard field game yeah. right there. Okay, let's get into. I haven't even seen him play this season. Um, Cleveland Browns versus the Texans. I That's a seen tough that game. Quarterback, but they said he's rookie of the year. Oh, C.J. Stroud. Yeah. Yeah. Ohio State Buckeye, baby. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen him play none this season. He's tough. He's tough. Big boy too. Six three. Yeah, okay. Got an arm. Here's the thing. Flacco has really got Cleveland. You know, he he's just, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco is is, men, is you know he's mending the ship. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And. Cleveland does have the defense. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that uh, Houston, I, that's a tough game. A tough game. I, I, in my football pool, I went both of them because I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Texas. And the other game, Dolphins at Kansas City. I want Miami, but I I don't see them winning in that cold. Mm. They got to go to KC, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they could beat Kansas City in Miami. I don't see them beating Kansas City in Kansas City. Yeah. And I want them to. I can't stand Kansas City. Yeah, that's a tough game right there. It's like 15 degrees over there, they sit right now. And my, uh, let's get that on camera. Oh, Lord Jesus. Can we just, uh, <laughs> do you have a sponsorship with them, sir? <laughs> Steelers, we up in Buffalo, man. We, you answer that we one. We up in the bad weather. That's going to be tough. They, yeah, it's, it's tough up there. Yeah, I don't they think your quarterback can handle but y'all play actually are playing better with Rudolph. Rudolph is getting the job done. The running game is getting defense is uh and then our boy Watt is out on the JJ, end. yeah, yeah, what his knee, right? Yeah. Yeah. The European. So what do you down. feel? What do you feel? I feel it's gonna be tough. I feel it's gonna be tough. Okay. Yeah. And let's go to the 
last but and least, Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You guys are Philly guys, so what's your assessment of that? Eagles going to win. I believe Eagles going to win. I believe the Eagles have set everybody up. I believe, like I said earlier, we played bad near the end so everybody could think we wouldn't win. So Justin Hurts against um, – Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts against uh, – Baker. Who was with Cleveland. Yeah. Now he's in – He's uh, actually bald this year, though. Yeah. He's got a new release online. Yeah. All these games are, are like – Very – they're all close. They all send your plateau for the next level. Yeah, but they're mm-hmm. all close games. I think the only game that I would see um, someone not really doing well in is the oh maybe a blowout in. Mm-hmm. I think actually that either the KC game, I think it's going to be a blowout one one way or another because of that weather. I just think somebody's not going to, you know what I mean? Weather matters right now. It matters right now. It matters right now. I think the closest game is going to be the Cleveland game in Houston. Mm. Yeah. And I think the surprising game is going to be Dallas and Green Bay. Yeah, those are two. Those are the two top wild card games to yeah. see. Because that's the thing is, when you lose, you out, <sighs> one and done. It's really about football, man. That's and the one thing about football. NCAA tournament. That is Teeter Sports ticker, and for those who know the Lakers, LeBron um, signed a new deal with a car company, and he has a car with his son. Oh, really? And, yeah. There's a, is it named after him? That I don't know. But I, know, I think he was with Tops, and then they went to an, he's with another company. But the Lakers are going to be all right. What do you think about his son? His son's been balling. You're talking about a card. Uh, trading card. Oh, yeah. I thought you said a car. I no, apologize. Trading card. Oh. Trading card. What do you think about his son? He's balling. He looked pretty good, yeah. And yeah. he's going to restrict the min- minutes, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's where we are with that. Yeah, he's talking about highlights with his son. Hmm. We got a kid going there to be taking his spot. Oh, okay. So, Let's go, yeah, look. We got a freshman going there next year. Okay. That was Cedar Sports ticker. Well, you're stuffing your face. <laughs> oh, they're eating <laughs> steak and lobster <laughs> over on us. <laughs> it's working. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Dead time on, on radio, but. So what do you think about the cat interview? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lou was perturbed. Perturbed. They're not talking about me. No. <laughs> Tired of hearing him. Like you said, it just drains you. I get you. I mean, just, just, you know, it's like, what are we learning past that? But to reference that, it's like when in the business, when you cross the railroad track and you're already gone and the train catches everybody else, it's mm-hmm. like you already passed. You're not behind the, the train wreck. Yeah, so I get it. Luke. Cola! You're messing up our show. You're on the air. <laughs> tell us, tell us what's going on. It's Jeremy from the DMV. Jeremy! What's happening? What's happening? Hey, what's up? It's all good, baby boy. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, fellas. Well, Jeremy, let me say this before you get started, because when you called last week, what you said was um, impactful with like working with the homeless and everything. Do you have information or a number that people can reach out for those services? Uh, I have an agency they can reach out to. It's the uh, D.C. Department of Human Services, DHS. Okay. Um, if you, can, you can hit an easy Google search and um, just type in D.C. Department of Human Services. Yeah. So if you're homeless, website. how can you hit it up? You just go inside your tent or your box? No. Well, let me let me tell you something about 
the mayor here, she does take care of the homeless. So mm-hmm. they have access to the library. They go to, and a lot of them hang out in the library anyway, but they have access. They can get phones. They can get a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I will say D.C. does do. They really take care of the residents. Yeah. Like from a local city perspective, mm-hmm. you can get a lot of assistance from the city. Yeah, I saw a guy laying out on a on a pad, iPad. He was laying there on his iPad. Yeah. Like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. So how's everything, man? How's family? Everybody yeah, how's good? it going, Jeremy? Everything is great, man. Family good. Uh, my dad just celebrated a birthday last week, so uh, congratulations, yeah, pops. Capricorn. Yeah. He's getting up into his uh, 70s, so mm-hmm. good. Good. Yeah. Did y'all go out for a steak dinner? How y'all? How did the family handle that? Well, my sister made him a cake. Okay. Uh, what kind I'm of a, cake? I'm gonna send him a. I think she made him a chocolate cake. Is that with yellow? You talking about a yellow cake? No, she makes cake from scratch. She don't do box. No, I'm saying yellow. It was chocolate yellow icing. Yellow cake with chocolate icing. icing. No, 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 no. It's a real chocolate cake. So the whole cake not, was not chocolate? A, yeah, the whole cake was chocolate. Mm-hmm. That's a good cake. Yeah, she makes hers from scratch. Okay. So. Can she make one and send it? Can she send one to the West Coast? Uh, good question. She probably could. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's like, oh, I ain't going to ask uh, her. But. Okay, so Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy go ahead. what's your opinion on this uh, Cat Williams joint? You know, as I said last week, man, that's entertainment for the for the, uh, for the the crowd, for the people. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he really just got up and just said a lot of stuff he's already been saying. So, like I said before, I think he just sold out every show that he has booked for this year mm-hmm. off of that interview. Yeah. Because, I mean, let's be honest, it's, it's going to just turn into a back and forth. Now Steve and everybody else is coming out and saying this. and I mean, it's just going to get, it's just going to keep going back and forth. Another person going to come out and talk about it. What do y'all, so let me ask y'all a question. Y'all are comedians. So I'm, I'm noticing a certain trend from certain people, like Faison and some other folks who don't like that. Like, what, what's all that about? Like, what's the beef when you hear guys like that? And, and let me ask another question. Who's Who has the ability to even talk about a Cat Williams with the work that he's done on the comedy and movie stage? Because when I see a person like Faison hating on him, I'm like, bro, you ain't even done a special. Like, I'll just say, I don't we, know about the Faison part, but everybody, once you become a public figure, anybody can have a comment on you. So I don't think that... No, I get... Not, so, no, I'm not asking that part. No, no, I'm saying from a comedic standpoint because I'm seeing a lot of comedians come out and say so. Well, Faison, I, I mean, Faison's, Faison's been in the game a minute. I mean, he's got definitely, he's credible. So, I mean, if if you're asking that question, I think that, again, someone that's been in the business, I think Faison's probably been in it over 20-something years or whatever. If he wants to make a comment, whether it's right or wrong, you know, correct or wrong, negative or positive, right. I think he has the pedigree to uh, be able to speak on it. Well, I'll give, I'll give you the inside scoop, Jeremy. It's just like walking into the club. It's like you, um, you're marking your territory. Where do you stand yeah. in this room? So is he going up next? Okay, I'm going to go up to whoever's running the club to say, I want to go next. So do I have bump ability? Mm-hmm. That is to make the person that's going next go behind me. So now I'm, cre- I'm creating an atmosphere in there like, I run this room because I run it with the laughs. People want to see me. They asking me, when am I going up while I'm standing next to you? They're not asking you that. They're asking me that. So now it becomes jealousy and envy going that way. So now when I hit the road, 
They love me just as well as in the city. It's on the road. So some people don't get a chance to leave the city, so they got to stay. So jealousy and envy comes in in those ways when you're out there making right. people laugh. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of what I feel all that was about. Like, cause as long as I've been watching comedy, I'm still kind of young as far as watching, you know, comedians. Right. I, I mean, I go back to the deaf comedy days. Right, right, the right. Deaf days, so, you know, I've been seeing Cat all over. <clears throat> I ain't seen Faith on nowhere. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or just other comedians who are coming out and talking against, you know, him. But in defense, but in defense of Faison or other comics like that, like TDP said, a lot of times you get guys that are on the road. So just because we may not see them, you know what I mean, it doesn't mean that they're not working. Right, right. So if you know, and you got to remember, the internet is only what ten, twelve, fifteen years old. So now people are being seen more on the internet. But you know, Faison's been a worker. Cat's been a worker. Um, I mean, I had someone say to me, well, Dan, are you still doing commercials? Because they hadn't seen me in one in a while. And then I had one pop up, and the person, oh, I just saw your commercial. So just because we don't see that person or you haven't seen that person does not mean that person isn't relevant. Right, right. No, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that they're irrelevant, but, you know, I'm, 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 a, I'm a customer of the comedy, so. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. A lot of right. comedy shows. So right. I, I keep up with who's coming here. And I'm usually in a big city, so I always see who's coming on a routine basis. Mm-hmm. So I know who's working and who's kind of not working. So right. I just mm-hmm. thought that was kind of right. interesting to hear other comedians, you know, even talk down on on Cat. And all. But like I said, I think it was more entertainment than anything. He sold out all his shows, which was a great marketing ploy. Absolutely. Because uh, I think, what's the video up there? Almost 20 million now? Or more than 20 million? 20, sir. F- almost f- yeah. 45. 45, almost 50 million views. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jerry. So, Jerry, Hello. thank you so much. Uh, we got to keep moving. Um, <laughs> no, I don't mean that. What, 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 what's going on, Lou? Oh, He's no. Perturbed. Hey, no, no. I'm He's not. perturbed. The lady just said, the boss just said, dude, she said, that's where I'm going with what you Why said. Why are you snitching? Just, just be you. Listen, thank you, man. Um, all right, I appreciate it. All right, man. Much Take care, bro. Be Jeremy. safe. Be, be safe, Jeremy. Um, you know, and Faison's always. Been Faison. He's always had his own comment on the art. He's never mm-hmm. shied away from his honesty. So that's that. He's yeah, he's, well, he's spoken on a lot of subjects that that a lot of people were not afraid. And he's, he's Dan and Green spits his truth, <laughs> ideas, and stories. Oh baby, he it's likes it wet. Mine. Oh baby, he likes it wet. That AI is just so irritating. That fake voice. Yeah, please. You really gotta, you yeah. gotta do it. Just, just check. Yeah, coming yeah. to a mop near you. you. Do it, Potus, yeah. I, I would just appreciate if you did the voice. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's, I yeah. will. Yeah, okay, just, uh. all right. <laughs> so, uh, um, I'll be brief. But the topic pretty much today is people getting exposed and the meaning of truth and being a snitch. I just want to talk about the snitch part real quick. Um. And it kind of all leads into the same situation. We have a lot of podcasts now. We have a lot of people talking about different stories that have happened in the past or situations that they dealt with with people. And some of those situations are, like we talked about earlier, we do know about or we don't know about. And a lot of times everybody's looking at that as just being pure entertainment, but you're still giving out information that sometimes, and a lot of people don't want to be out. Yeah. So I had an issue, TDP, I think we talked about before, where 
um, people not liking 6 9 the young kid. Mm-hmm. They called him a snitch, you know, and you have people like the Breakfast Club and a lot of these big pundits as well as a lot of rappers. Oh, he's a rap, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But the difference I find out what a snitch is, is a snitch is if you and I go do a, sh- a robbery together or some type of thing we plan to do together, mm-hmm. I get caught and then I tell on you I'm snitching. But if I'm employing you like he was employing people and then it comes out that you set me up for a robbery, you take me to the place where I'm getting robbed without me even telling you where I live. Illegal malfeasance. Yes, and you 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 threaten to kill my my mom mm-hmm. and you sleep with my baby mama while I'm on the road making money, but then the judge says you're about to do 40 years if you don't let us know what's going on. I don't see that as a snitch when your boys turned on you. Mm-hmm. In saying that, there was a code of ethics in terms of, like you say, the mafia. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't snitch. You do the time. We're going to take care of you. Mm-hmm. I would always, I would argue that who's going to really look out for this guy if he didn't do it? In relationship to what's been happening with the media, people being exposed, you know, if you ha- if something happened to you back in the, the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and we'll keep it to entertainment because that's what we do, mm-hmm. um, and someone did something, you couldn't get a situation like what we're talking about with Cat. Because if Cat would have came out and said this in 1980, 1990, early 2000s, he would have been canceled, he could have been blackballed and never been able to get his voice out there. Because of social media, it has allowed people to be able to express themselves and, whether it's true or not, be able to get their truth out there. Amplified. Yes, sir. So because of that, I'm looking at a lot of what's going to happen. A lot of people have said this, not only you know what the last interview was with Kat and Shannon, but a lot of people feel 2024 is going to be the year of people being exposed. Mm-hmm. And I think it started last year with a lot of the Me Too a lot of sexual harassment that women were able to finally come forward and talk about. Mm-hmm. Now, they would they have been believed years ago? You know, that's that's apples and oranges. Mm-hmm. But because they do have the internet, internet now and social media, it is an opportunity for people to put out their, their truth and then have the, I guess, would you say, the public opinion before the law gets it yeah. to yeah. decide, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Uh, Puffy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... In, in, in terms of this segment, I just wanted to kind of touch on that because, you know, we had a little discussion about it earlier, whether it's negative or it's positive. But I think it comes a point in people's lives that you get tired. You know, I know how I am right now. I speak for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I I did a show in November, my own private show in November. Then I did one in December at the Ha Ha. I did well. I got one coming up. I can actually say, even though I've always been confident, I've felt like I've always tried to play second fiddle to a lot of people out here not believing in my skills, even mm-hmm. though I believe I, I've had them. So yeah. I think what's happening with me and other people as well is people are going to step out of their out of their comfort zone, you know what I mean, and maybe be more aggressive towards things they want to do in their life. This is the year where cream rises to the top. I believe so, TDP, because mm-hmm. I think after a while you just can't, you know, you can't keep beating someone, you know, beating someone down or – or compressing people's truth or mm-hmm. their opinion of truth. You know what I mean? So, you know, I'm going to threaten you. I'm going to cancel you. Um, you're a liar. You know, why would you say these things? And then when we do get something like where a person got 48 you know, million views, you have to ask yourself in a two-hour and 46-minute interview or any time that you're discussing something in your life, whether it's on the show, can it be, can it be true or can it all be lies or can it not? Some of it has to be some truth. So I think that's why people are starting to get exposed because people have no fear now 
of being, I don't like to use the word canceled, but being canceled, being disrespected. Yeah, I want to be heard. And this is, and, and even in his interview, that was his truth according to what he dealt with. Mm-hmm. So, yes, and, and, and adding to that, this is what I will say. As, as a comedian, as a writer now, producer, whatever, when I'm getting interviewed by someone, I also have to be smart enough to know, and I say this to anyone, to know when you might be getting set up. You know what I mean? For some information that you probably don't need to put out there. There's been plenty of questions about Fat Tuesday to me over this last week that I've been very selective in talking about. Not whether it's true or not, but I know it gets out the wrong way. You know what I mean? Then They're going to run with it. They're going to run with it. And then it's going to get somewhere else and the people are going to say, well, you said this and and I know what I said and I know what I didn't say. Mm -hmm. So I think it comes to a point right now, what's happening in our society, and I do believe this, and this is what I was trying to tell Lou earlier, I think that people are finally getting tired of being forced to believe something that may not be their belief. You know, that's a tree when you know it's an orange, but you're going to force me to say that that's a tree. So I think people are now coming to that point, TDP and Lou, that they're tired of um, really, I won't say being brainwashed. I don't think, I think that's too much, but let astray. Let astray. You know, not let to, not allowed to think for themselves, you know, and I think when you see this, um, this interview with Kat, I think that was some of the aspects. And, and again, something one of the callers said, I didn't make a comment on it, but I, but I want to make it now. If you take away all of the people that he talked about, if you take away about all of the different things that were happening in Hollywood, but then you listen to the other things that he was talking about in terms of how to deal with people in life and being kind to people, I think, you know, that was, he had about an hour of that. The silver lining. Yes, combined in the, uh, in the interview that I think mm-hmm. we all need to look at because mm-hmm. If anyone, if any of us say that we're great men or great women and you can't seem to see something and learn something from someone else, then I think you're doing yourself an injustice if you're trying to say you're this type of person in terms of learning. Yes, sir. Yes. And on that note. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. I, yeah, I thought I was we talking fast. Yeah, because we time and oh. then we got Jeff on the line, so. Okay. All right. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> yes. Hilarious. Jazzy. Jazzy Jeff. Hey, what's up? What up, Jeff? Thanks for interrupting me. Face. <laughs> it's the look on Lewis' face that fuck you was a person. Mm. Damn. The way he's looking at you, Dan, and damn, homie. I know. I don't know why, but I guess we'll never talk about that subject matter again. Hey, but I agree with you wholeheartedly, Dan. 2024, Nigga, I'm stealing all y'all niggas' shit. Not dare you niggas to say something to me. Mm. I'm doing that McDonald's joke. I'm revamping it to Wendy's. <laughs> I'm doing the dog joke. I'm doing a yogurt joke. Nigga, step to me if you want to, nigga. You're going to find out what's going to happen, homie. Mm. Telling you. Okay, Jeff. Doing all of that. Aren't you supposed okay, to be working? So just, Jeff, just Jeff, in the. I mean, really. In, why, that's so corny. Why don't you talk about what what's going on with you? And what's happening, and where you are, and the highlight of your day and your evening, because that was just weak. Mm, well, it's so weak. I mean, you're better than that. So, what are you doing? What is what is your highlight of your career and your day, and what you've been working for thirty years on, and now you're getting it? So, what? Stealing so, niggas' jokes. No, see, that's what I'm saying, and that's why you. That's why you, you just won't be. There's a better oh, you inside of you. Good. 
Mm. And yeah. it's a better you inside of you, and you keep going to the uh, lower denominator. We all would love to learn uh, what's special God, about you as far as directing. Oh, oh, and, and that's oh. what I'm saying. But, but that's what you, you, you go to something that's weak as opposed to what you talk about, what you wanted, mm. what you want to do. Oh. Like last week, you were only talking about how Danny didn't call you and all that. But now you're doing something that's positive and that's, that's, that you work for. And you come on and I'm give us that. I'm always doing some positive. Nah, don't try to re No, what you came on I'm was what you... Come on, be strong. Be stronger than that. I'm stronger than you. See, you just, All right, so can we mind. get into your topic, um, yeah. right. um, ahead, Jeff, yeah. about the... Okay, so Jeff turned in a video. We're going to watch <laughs> that the video. That was weird. weird. <laughs> that was uncomfortable. <laughs> Only because we're running out of time. Okay, so here's the uh, video that Jeff sent in. It comes in waves. Most of the time, I'm okay. And then it comes and hits me like nobody's business. And honestly, I've been feeling like this a lot lately. It, it's love. Whore! I am, I'm tired, I'm tired of doing it myself. I'm tired of being alone. I wanna share my life with someone. I am just freaking tired. I want to be in love. I want to share my life with someone. I wanna feel the joys. I wanna feel, have my hands held. I wanna be held. I wanna kiss. I want to support. I want, I want my person. I want you to hurry up and yeah, finish. Yeah, Why finish. is it so hard to find your person? Because she was acting like you was all that when you was younger. You yeah. could tell she was fine. First of all, Poetis, you said she might be light-skinned. Yeah, that woman is white! That woman is not light-skinned. So she should have given me my number. She be, wouldn't be single. Mm. <laughs> but, Lou, TDP, no, it's Jeff. Jeff, you go. Oh, I forgot. I forgot Jeff was here. I'm sorry, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I forgot he wasn't here. I had a question yeah. for y'all. Fresh off of your segment. Yeah. Since <laughs> you interrupted mine, Jeff. Go ahead. Hello? Oh, he might have. So cut. Oh, he hung up. Okay, I heard his feelings. Okay, so the question <laughs> is... Um, you did it, huh? <laughs> yeah. Dating over You did it, huh? Dating over 50. Mm-hmm. So, um, how do older people date? And what's the difference when you were dating in your 20s versus now in your 50s? The difference in dating. Well, oh, go ahead. I'll let you guys no, go, go ahead. Um, well, at least, I mean, I have sex quicker because them videos ain't holding out. They let uh, it go. Mm. <laughs> they let it go. Um. You know what? I don't. There's not a difference. The only difference I think in today's point of dating older or dating younger is meeting them. You don't go. People don't go to clubs really that much no more. So it's hard to meet. But I've luckily I've been meeting women at um, Chef Maryland's. <laughs> I did buy some some dinner one night. <laughs> but no. But you know TDP at our shows because there's always a lot of single women that go. There's women love comedy and there's always a lot of single women. So I meet a lot there. And actually, just in general, some I have met online, but not through a dating site, mm -hmm. you know, because I got off of that. I used to be on Tinder and all of that stuff, and mm -hmm. it was just too much. Well, I think one of the differences is the expectations. Like, when you're in your 20s, you're just out there just hitting whatever you can. Um, Man or woman, though? Uh, well, f both. Okay, there But you also, you're looking for someone to start a family with. But when you're in your 50s, you've gone past all of that for the most part. Mm -hmm. So I would think the dating in your 20s and 30s is to start 
you know, building a family. And most 50 year olds are probably divorced and have grown kids. Mm. So maybe they're just dating for companionship. See, someone like her, this lady here that we yeah, just saw. Yeah, because I'm wondering, like, if she wanted that, why did, well, I don't know. She look, I, I mean, she's an attractive looking woman. Yeah, she because is. Because she turned it down. Right. And see, that's the point I wanted to say. A lot of, I believe, and. They go by this list. Well, no, that, these, all these years, they've had probably, like TDP said earlier, they probably have had a lot of good men, because every man ain't bad, come in their lives. But when you think you a hot chick and you in your 30s and your 40s, you still getting attention, you ain't, you know, okay, the men ain't, you know, you don't want them. But now you're at an age and it's like, that's not what's important. What she did was she cleaned herself up, mm-hmm. got nice and cute, got in the car to be a victim. I agree. So so what guy's going to come and see you on the video and knock on your window and say, I'm that guy? Get away from me, creep. And, you know, you go back into that. <laughs> situation but you always just want to be a victim because you want people to just feel sorry for you and your situation she probably needs to get out more i mean and and try the whole online dating but thing. I, don't, I don't see why it's hard for her i to, don't i don't think it's about getting out more i think it's about more accepting more let a man come up and say hello sometimes and i'm not saying she's not but a lot of times i've felt in the street i'll say hello to a woman just in passing you know and they won't even speak and, and then uh, I noticed, too, uh, some women marry guys who are not their type, so yep. to speak. Like, women have a certain type, I think. Some women have a certain type in their mind. But they sometimes end up marrying someone that's totally not their their type. The reason I think it's harder for men mm-hmm. You is, think it's harder for men? Yeah. Because one thing about a man, especially if a man's been hurt, when you get, I think when you get in your, when you get in your late 40s and your 50s, it's it's harder to recover from a heartbreak. When we're younger, we can recover from it. Your boys will say, come on, let's go out and kick it. Like your girls, hey, let's go out and have some drinks. But when you're older and if you're single and you are, you know, your kids are grown and you have no one around but maybe your dog or your cat, you know what I mean? And you got to deal with it. So that protection, that shield comes up more. I think, think that there's more. I think it's the opposite for me. As I got older, it's easier to let go of a relationship. Oh, no, no, wow. but I'm saying, no, no, not, not letting it go, but getting hurt by one. Do you? You know, do you I'm, feel that? I, don't, I think everybody is prone to be hurt at right. some point, but I think I get as I got older, I got over it faster. See, I'm I'm like that now. And so then, you got to teach us okay. say blunts over booze. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fuck you! I got weed. <laughs> I, you know what? It, it's why is it that women or even men that are over fifty and single? Why is that weird to people? That's what I don't understand. Like. Some people are cool being single because it's it's I believe, and this is from women's point of view. Yeah, you single, women, you you ain't had no kids. What's wrong with you? Well, like, because but yeah. that's usually women. Men don't usually <laughs> say that. If a man says that, he's looking. I at, think it's more weird when a man doesn't have kids and they're in see, their fifties or sixties. See, and that's what they say. But the difference is, I think it's weirder when there's a woman. But when you look at a woman, if I see a woman in her forties and fifties, I'm looking at it, and I ain't gonna say this. I know women ain't gonna like it. I'm looking to see how attractive she is or isn't, because a lot of fine women don't. A lot of fine women don't have kids or a family because right. they've been trying. Thank you, because they've been trying to play that game and you know be Mrs. You know Hot Summer for the long period of time. Mm-hmm. Now they find themselves being alone. Because look how many think how many women you see that aren't that attractive. That they with somebody. You be like, damn, how did she get a man? They got men. Yeah. Big girls. Big all girls. Of gang them. of them. Yeah. 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 
Because yeah. big women go in there with the attitude of, you know, hey, I'm going. I'm not going to blow my opportunity trying to be something that I'm not. <laughs> I just love Danny. Just says what he wants to say, man. He just said it. I mean, I was thinking it, but I was like, uh, Danny said it. I mean, I mean, oh, I, mean I don't know what I said, but hopefully, I don't I get mean, killed. Was, um, no, I just, I mean, like T said, I mean, she put the yeah. proper light on, the lighting, mm-hmm. and and all that, but she didn't tell the truth about right why she is who she is and why she's single right. and how she wants to be loved right. and I just want to be held and like she said she goes through phases when you're going through a phase right now it's called a flash that's a hot flash it's menopause right. and what TDP just said I think is even more interesting she put like y'all said she cleaned herself on social media she said these things now you know and I know thirsty ass men is going to be all in them DMs and all online girl you fine you don't need to be single and right. that's what she wants so sometimes they just want the attention. Attention whores. Yes, and not really wanting to be in a relationship. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's just, I mean, people are, people are just, people say what they want. People, everybody needs companionship. But I would never so put it on social say, media, Lou. No, and I know I would need that. I mean, but and I would never go on the site to meet someone, a dating site. And I know people have yeah. met people on the dating site. Yeah. But I'm not going on a dating site to meet someone. I mean, yeah. I met Code Three at a restaurant. Yeah. Where was your pickup line? You gonna pay for this dinner? She came up up and introduced herself and said hi. Oh, she She introduced herself to you. She pulled you. Did she recognize you? No, she introduced herself. Hi. She wanted to know if you had warrants. Yeah, Yeah, that's what she said. How you doing? Are you Lewis? No, she she runs your code. We we greeted each other. She had a beautiful red dress on. Mm, I remember it. And I said hello, and then I. Gave her my number. She gave me her number, and then she called. Who she called? Wow, I might have. So, uh, so does it matter to you all if um, a woman pursues you? Nowadays, the term is pick Misha. That's the pick Misha. What's that mean? That means pick me. Oh, I I rather a woman. If I meet her, I give her my phone number. Because, in some aspects. I gave you. I already let you know I'm interested, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna give you my number because you might be just taking my number, thinking that you're getting rid of me. You know, you know. Some women say I just took your number so he would stop talking to me. Whatever number collector, right? So what I do is I give. I never. I don't ask the woman for her number. I give the woman my number all the time. What if she gives you her number though? Will you I call first? No, because what I, especially with everything going on too with the Me Too and sexual harassment type of stuff. Mm-hmm. If I call you more than two times, if I can't get in touch with you, say I'm calling you three times out the week. The first thing some people will say, damn, you bugging me. Right. Even though I might wait 48 hours before I try it again. So my thing is, I'm letting you know I'm interested. Here's my number. If you call me, I'm doing two things. I'm, you let me know that you're interested and you just built a little, you know, paper trail just in case she decides to go. Well, he was harassing me. And I'm going to say, well, officer, she called me first. She was interested. Right, so, right, I mean, right. I, it's, it sounds Gotta scary. Got to protect yourself. Yes, yeah. it sounds crazy, but mm-hmm. this is the society that we're living yeah, in I now. think men and women need to be careful out there. There's some crazy Absolutely. people out there. Mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, right away, Code 3 was a cop. She had a badge. Oh, I knew she had a background check. She I had knew. on. She had all that when you met her? No, but when she told me what she did, she was in oh. law enforcement. And then I knew I was clean because I had to have background check to be with, around kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Coach. So... That's the first. That's thing. true. It did. First thing, he's like, mm-hmm. "Okay, are you are you clean? 
I'm clean, you're clean, so let's go forward now. Now, now let's get you, dirty. You, you know what, Lou, that's a but Lou, that's a <laughs> now let's get dirty. dirty. <laughs> Lou, that's a great point you just made there right there. With a, a lot of women don't take in consideration. Mm-hmm. When you see a man that works with kids or coaches, especially at the high school level, you know, junior high school, elementary school, or like you work in a group home or some type of thing, right. you got to know right there, this man's background is clear. Right. Yeah, he's because you check. got you can't yeah. get a job doing it. As a woman, you I would probably be more attracted to that type of person than a fireman or well, a you can't cop. Have, or, you can't you know? have a restraining order on you. You can't have nothing. None of that. Stuff. None of that. Felony, if you have right. one incident with a child, this is why when I work with kids, I don't even argue with them no more. If you have an incident with a child and there's an allegation and it goes and they think they find something, even if you're innocent, but they release you, you can never work with kids again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, if you get arrested, so you yeah, so women, women date guys that work in group homes. No, you just got to be careful. Yeah, no, you can't be careful who you bring in your home. That part, that's true. You know, if you got, because then you kids. got some woman that just fucked that up on general principle. Yeah. That you do do that. That's so, true. You know? Yeah, you, and then they cry, well, I didn't know he was like that, really. But you still... You, yeah, you, want, you, you didn't right. know, but you still had him around your children. Right. right. You're still mm-hmm. saying, call him daddy. You're yeah. still saying... I mean, it's just... But these are just... I mean, people just are that lonely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just... Yeah. You just you know, I you think just if women would just be more open... I mean, you got to be protective, but still, I believe that women would be more open to a conversation. Sometimes... We used to be able to drive down the street... You see a woman in a fine car next to you, you be like, hey, hey. Now that was you. I did that. I did that a number of <laughs> times, though. Yeah. But guess what? And he still never, does yeah, it. Yeah, I've never driven <laughs> But anyway. Why is his window wet? Yeah, I never did it. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled the window down, TTP. Why is his window wet? TTP, uh, in the great words of you, fuck you, <laughs> TTP. <laughs> All right, so say. let's get to our Jet Beauty Happy New Year to you, too. Louis? Oh, the Jet Beauty of the Week. You just uh, sent me some random, so I just. Oh, picked you know one. what? Yeah, I I thought I sent you the one that I picked, but yeah. it's okay. Yeah, um, you picked. Uh, who would you pick? Pam, Pam Greer. Ooh, look at those mother freaking judge! <laughs> <laughs> she was Jet Beauty of the Week, uh, June twenty fourth, nineteen seventy one. How old was she there? Um, so Twenty two. God damn! Now, and and who knew all that talent on the outside? And it was so much more talent on the inside. And here's a picture of her now. Mm. Ugh! No, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> She's still fine. She's still fine. Oh, She's cold. 74. She looked good. Bless her heart. Yeah. Uh, you know who she looks her better her knee, than? One of her knees looked like they had a knee replacement. <laughs> you know oh, who wow. did? <laughs> stupid. That one, that one on the right? Yeah. <laughs> Sitting up higher. Oh, uh, like yeah. Hey. <laughs> that's fucked up. High cartilage tear. Yeah. Hey, who, oh, aged, who aged better? Her? Her or Jane Kennedy? Her. Yes, Jane Kennedy did not age well. I seen her one day. That's when the uh, Maverick Flat was going on. It was an event. That was the first time I ever seen her in person. That's a big woman. Who's that? Her? Jane Kennedy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah she got a big head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seemed woman. like she got more masculine features, too, as she got older. And that light skin didn't break. You know, some light skin, some light skin people don't age well. But she's still beautiful, though. Yeah, she is. She, she yeah. still looks good. But Pam yeah. looks better. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, both. Mrs. Parker looked the best out of all of them, though. She's Kathleen, still, I just Kathleen, talked to yeah. Kathleen yesterday. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to be giving me some um, golf lessons. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, Dannon was supposed to. So oh. I ended up calling Kathleen because she's actually on my team when we play in February. Well, you're good because Kathleen is good. 
Yeah. And she, tell her you know me and she's going to love you. Because me and her being on the I've team twice. No, I'm not saying mm. you. I'm saying tell her that you know me. <laughs> Bitch. That's Damn, I know. <laughs> Shit. Territorial. I said man. tell her that you know me. She'll give you better it. lessons. But listen, shout out to Jeff. Congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, no matter what you're doing, Jeff. Nah, he congrats. Congrats. so funny. He got off the phone. Quick. I always heard his feeling, but I don't mean to. You yes, do. you do, you Lou. Do. No, that was true, Lou. I, I know how much more that's in Jeff. But he was trying to make light of what was going on. He was having fun. I wanted to. I wanted the world to know more. He's always talking about how we don't know what he's doing and we don't respect what he's doing and all this and all that. And here he was doing something that's important to him that we would love to keep talking about. Well, not really, but... I mean, no, he could have talked about directing that whole... The, the Whatever he was doing, thing. yeah. But you didn't allow. You just kept beating him and beating him and beating him and just saying, okay... I know you're a gangster. No, I asked him to excuse tell me. me. Excuse me. I know you're a gangster. But just tell me about the video that we saw you working on. Okay, so then why? So how is that beating him up? Then he should have just went and told us. But yet he runs, gets but off the you phone. You gotta, sometimes you got to steer the cab. Yeah, this is the same guy that's a gangster and a player and all that. And you keep telling me to, to handle him with kid gloves. I mean, this I is said, either steer, he's Chi-Town or he's not. Steer the herd. Just steer the herd. Yeah, act all. like the dog, man. Just, every every bull is not going to cooperate. Yeah. Just, you know, steer the herd. Act that like is so steering. Just tell me, homie. Tell okay. me. That's what I want to know. I want to know about your yeah. greatness. I, I believe Jeff is great. You should have just interviewed him instead of attacking him. Yeah. You did kind of attack him. Dude. You yeah. think so? Yeah. yeah. He was on his ass. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll work on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we go, I want to shout out uh, the people who donated this week. Thank you to Jackie, who donates every week. We appreciate it. Thank you, you, Jackie. Love you, Jay. Also to Richard Pettibone. Hey, oh. Richie. That's a new name. I haven't heard him before. Thank you. And then Prime Primo. Thank you all for Thank donating you guys. this yeah. week. And don't forget, we have, uh, we're have we on Patreon now. So it's there's Patron. Patreon. No, it's Patron. Hey, uh, I checked it out. Poetus. See how it's spelled P A T R E O N. Yeah. It's not P A T R O N. Papillon. Patreon. Patreon. It wasn't spelled that way last time. Yeah, well, see, the the um, the link says Patron on it. Oh, on patron. The okay. Yeah, Patron. Watch it says Patron, not Patron. It's, yeah. spelled, it's Patron. Uh, but anyway, um, you can subscribe to us every month for 20 bucks. That's like $5 a show, so support the guys, and as always, we appreciate we you guys picture of us for tuning in. Tom, Tom Foolery, uh, who is that, Jeremy from DMV? Jeremy. <laughs> yes. Yes. We have more calls Sweet. tonight. We have some calls. See, People and, wanted uh, to talk. Holy. Holy. Thank you all. Hey, thank you guys. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. What? When did you start talking last? Oh, I'm sorry. Mm. I apologize, boss. <laughs> hey, sorry, boss. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody's boss. I'm just here like everybody else. So we got King Holiday coming up, right? Oh, yeah. Speaking of that, um, on Monday, we'll be broadcasting live from the King Parade. And I was going to see if any of you guys want to sit with me while we uh, stream live. Oh, let's not do, what, we're going to stream like, live. Let's not do our show then. Like, we're, gonna, we're streaming live in front mm-hmm. uh, as the parade goes by. Yeah. So it'll be cool what time is that? See. I think it starts at 10 a.m. We have heaters. <laughs> you know what I will I'll bring a heater okay you bring some hair ties I will try yeah, to be just, here or stop by for a minute and okay. um, but we're going to be set up out there and um, streaming the parade so those of you in other states and want to see the parade come down Crenshaw uh, tune in starting at 10 a.m. on Monday King going to be there <laughs> where do we park how do we get here you just go. I always come around the back. Okay, because like I don't know. Santa Rosalia. Right. Okay. Right, right. I never come down. I rarely come down, Crenshaw. Happy birthday, Dad. And happy birthday uh, to Dr. King. And we out, y'all. <laughs>